0: Wake up, gamers! Cause you're listening to the Big Think Dimension with Dan and Bob. Video games. Hey, hey, Bob. What's up? Did you know some of these? We we improv at the last second. You can't even tell which ones those are. I had no idea. You can't tell the difference. It's just as good. Just as good. All right. Yeah. Chris Wolfhart.
1: I'm going to become Ragnarok.
0: And Doctor Agro. Video games here on Gigaboots. Did that motherfucker just steal our catchphrase? (laughs) (laughs) I'm gonna sue you for that and the echoey fart sound (laughs) you stole! Welcome everybody to Big Think Dimension number 232. We have a lot to talk about this week. Mm. A lot to talk about. Much has changed. The world's a different place now.
1: Is it? <laughs> no.
0: God, no. Of course not. <laughs> Virtually nothing happened this week. But we played video games. <laughs> I played some great video games, yeah. though, v- so, Virtual
2: like, is the stuff we cover in the news. That's true. Virtually
0: all about that. Virtually. So I played a video game. It's called Until You Fall. This is my video game to talk about of the week. We can get to what we stream later. <laughs>
2: is, this, is this an actual game or is this a
0: bit? No, this about is... You- this played
2: is- ring fit and then collapsed <laughs> why was i wearing the,
0: the the headset while playing ring fit who knows maybe i was trying to work my neck out um until you fall is pretty great i will start with the with the bitter medicine first it is a roguelike mm. but this okay. is uh, i played it on the psvr 2 this game is basically somebody made sword combat with magic and a litany of different weapons which feel different when you use them
1: Into Punch-Out. Ooh, that's a good fucking VR game.
0: Yes, it is. (laughs) I played something like seven hours of it this week. Uh, Enemies come up to you, even though there's like a mob of them. They basically duel you one at a time, except for when they decide to be rude. (laughs) Uh, So you'll fight a litany of different enemies and you get, I believe it's like eight different weapons when you craft them. And the interesting thing about this VR game is the dagger will track your hand one to one. But if you use, like, a battle cleric's mace, it will actually have weight. So even though your arm will be doing this, it will have swing to it. And since this game's punch-out loop is, you need to do a parry, 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 and then attack them enough to break their guard in a sort of stagger-like mechanic to then do health damage, it is really fascinating to be like, Well, this mace does an insane amount of guard damage, but it also follows my hand slightly slower than is easy to parry with. So you get the choices Mm -hmm. because you have two hands. So you can actually have a really good parry knife and then something meteor like that. On top of that, each of these weapons has like a super move that's a spell. So this battle cleric like a mace thing has soul burn. And you can cast that from any distance, so you'll activate that, shoot out a fireball, it'll hit them and start doing poison damage to them. It's real sick. This is a good video game. Hmm. Uh, You hit somewhere around like a third in, it'll unlock some more types of weapons for you to craft, and it'll start giving you cracked out hell knights to sort of fight, and once you get them past the first layer of health bar... They just go devil trigger and start attacking you with six sets of really fast parries in a row. And I'm like, I've been training with weighted clothing. That is this mace this entire time. I've got this. Uh, really, really fun game. Just absolutely delightful. You know, you're doing your runs every stage of it. You're getting upgrades for which you can choose for either hand or it could be a more generic thing of like health or dash which I guess I should explain that because that is a core part of this that actually is interesting and you may not realize the importance of it at first. So if you push the right stick forward, you do a dash, like you cover a short distance and that is an attack in and of itself to stun the enemy. So if you get your loops down correctly, you're starting an encounter by hitting them with that, which stuns them long enough to swing insanely fast your arm to hit them four times before they can stand up. And then you can maybe just maybe get like a a guard break in there that fast. Anyway. Fantastic game. You can upgrade the weapons and stuff back at the base. I get various things of like leveling up how many sockets you get on each weapon, Mm. uh, leveling up their damage. You can be an idiot like me and be like, I don't need two weapons. My left hand will be this weird crest, which gives buffs to the right hand. Basically. Now you're talking like, theoretically i can still punch them and do tiny baby damage but like at some point that's a distraction from me parrying everything uh kinetically a very enjoyable game structurally a very enjoyable game but i'm not under the impression it's a massively long game i'm something like four stages from the end of it and have been for a day because i switched from you know you start with like a sword i unlocked that battle cleric mace thing and then what I assume is probably the last tier of weapons to unlock a Qatar. So my arm is just an arm blade now that I'm parrying with and it is one-to-one motion really great feeling, but also because it's so thin I really have to line it up it feels like. Oh. And since it's all over the place and I have one arm to parry with because this is still a Knight's Crest level 5 that's giving me a huge buff to guard damage it is Risky, parrying-wise, but that Qatar gets a really good unlock where it does a massive amount of health damage if you finish your combo. Because as I was talking about with its stagger-like mechanic, you get, at that point, these visually unique cues as they're staggered to specifically slice them in certain ways to do the health damage. Mm. So you need to quickly go through all of those. You can extend your combo. Every weapon has different combo lengths. And once you do that, you have finished it, The Qatar, the arm blade is just like I do an insane amount if you finish the whole combo while I have four guys around me, some of which are assholes and throwing like magic spells at me, (laughs) which I have to align my blade to parry, But usually they're usually they're polite. And if they're not polite, what I usually do is lure off a hell knight to a corner of the area with a big rock wall. So that way they can't (laughs) shoot me from the other fucking side. Uh, And it works out pretty good. That game's great. You would think a game that, like, you can look at it and be like, this could have been, like, a PS3 game, but we zoomed the camera way in, and I'm looking at it from the ground. But the textures and everything are, like, way better, and the rendering resolution, obviously, way better. But the thing on PSVR 2 locks 120, and just, it proves my exact argument of, like, we don't need these, these VR games to look insane. They just need to run smooth and... Be pleasant looking mm-hmm. through art design and stuff.
2: Yeah, it, it, it's amazing how much like yes, having a, like call uh, call the mountain. Mm-hmm. It's fucking gorgeous. Mm-hmm. Looking around right at the vistas is amazing. Mm-hmm. But uh, in a lot of games, I found just sitting in much simpler environments where it, it's a lot closer in and a lot lower polygon count is equally amazing. Like yeah. the, the, the the shit. I, I'll talk about it later. I downloaded Moss. Oh, uh, the updated I, for PS5. I keep this close. Uh, I recommend doing that. <laughs> <laughs> uh, just sitting in that area. The, the feeling of presence you have in it is it's astounding. Yeah. It, it's a whole different set of benchmarks to shoot for when you're designing areas in VR. Yeah. yeah.
0: Yeah. Is the style like, does it look is it going for a realistic style or is it something more no, cartoony? It's or? more in like, I don't say this in a negative way, but I guess you would call it. Mm, somewhere between a league of legends and a warcraft but the art fires a lot better for me there's just something about it the funny thing is when you die in this game when you run out of health completely everything goes black and white to just let you know and it freezes the exact frame you died so (laughs) Uh there have been times there's a knife in my throat and i'm like okay (laughs) i'm not (laughs) taking the accusations on this one look at what you did but But the, when it does that, because mm-hmm. it's taken all of the color out of it, it looks way worse instantly. <laughs> it instantly just looks bad where I'm like, yeah, this sure was like fidelity wise aimed at the quest Two mm. and brought up to everything else. But yeah, it, it it has like a really saturated, cool, sort of like colorful League of Legends or World of Warcraft sort of aesthetic. It's really nice. It's really nice. Uh, the story is, uh, I feel like, indistinguishable from countless other roguelikes where it's just like, you've been brought back to life to fight the Scourge? I don't know. Anyways, you there get, are these get monsters. Get in the tower. Yeah. Do it. Luckily, I'm not just, in a tower. get on the
1: wheel. We, we didn't end up in Godfall.
0: I'm thanking God for that. I, I have a real thin patience when it comes to combat elevators nowadays and I feel like that would have just I would have snapped if I spent twenty bucks on that. But yeah, it's 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 really cool. It's a really cool, super enjoyable game. I you know, my arm's killing me. <laughs> I'm dying because I played something like seven hours of it across two days. And uh I'm starting to think if I if I play it again after I beat the game, I'm gonna have to try to do the left armed run. because mm. you know I got to even that out a bit. I'd be curious to try like two-handed weapons or like two different weapons. Oh yeah, I haven't haven't even talked to... They do have two-handed weapons. They have like war hammers that are massive. How does that that feel? So you you have the R1s Mm -hmm. on the PSVR controller and whatever they call it on every other VR controller. Pushing that with your hand will summon your weapon. But unlike every other time, You bring your other hand up and then click that button to grab the other end of it. And just like the mace, but now for two hands, you have to pivot. And then the amount of time it takes your character to swing is dependent on the weight and the physicality and Mm. exactly what you did. I'm going to be honest. I was really interested in that but after i tried it on the combat dummy like i bought the weapon and then just tried it on the combat dummy i'm like yo i'm not even gonna make it four stages in. i don't (laughs) i don't think this is happening but this is cool as shit also you know if i weren't an idiot i could have put a knife in the left hand Mm. and the weirdest part is you can swing that hammer one-handed is it's just insanely fucking hard nice like (laughs) you have to do some
2: really specific momentum Mm -hmm. to get that thing going but yeah, just, it, it, the design of the physics in this game sounds like, because it, it, the first thing everybody wanted to do with VR was make a sword fighting game. Mm-hmm. And then we all immediately realized, oh, you can't do that easily in VR because this controller is weightless and getting feedback on a stick fighting game is hard. right? Um, so a lot of times when you're using implements in VR, sometimes like, oh, it feels like this was programmed weird and the the immersion breaks. This sounds more like... I'm in a fucking G Gundam cockpit yeah. trying to control the robot outside. Yeah, like it makes perfect sense
0: to you kinetically in the moment, but it has, it does add that abstraction layer that makes it possible to give different weapons weapon feel.
3: Mm-hmm.
0: I'm really interested in what these developers are going to make with their next game because this one element of it is so nailed that I'm like, what you can do from that understanding going forward must be truly like, intense Mm -hmm. like imagining a sort of rpg instead of just a roguelike imagining anything else building upon that you know kind of like boneworks was like the predecessor to half-life alex just
2: imagining that It's, it's exciting like we're still building a base of institutional knowledge of how to make these games right which is why it was
0: funny when the pistol whip devs are by, like, by the way, here are all the things we've innovated in the VR space. And it's like, oh, that is a really long list. You were the first to do all of these. That's insane. Why aren't you rich? <laughs> They're like, because we did it in the VR space. Right? Dude, if this were the 90s and you did this level of innovations for like any other genre of video game, you would be John Carmack right now. <laughs> But yeah it's uh it's really great um it's currently like for the next week or so on sale on the playstation for psvr2 for 20 instead of 25 because 25 is the full price mm. and i've been looking at this thing for a little bit uh viewer of ours big nerd sam pointed out a month ago that this was like their pay- favorite psvr1 game oh and this is now a native Ooh. psvr2 thing and i'm like oh i'm really glad i didn't play it on PSVR one because now he <laughs> get to enjoy it fresh on this really high end headset. That's awesome. Um, aside from that, I don't have anything to say other than did you know there is a world in VR chat with every Smash Brothers model ripped. The more, you know, <laughs> I can't say I'm surprised. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, no, that just makes sense. Uh, also the assist trophies. Uh, aside from that, I'm trying to think I played more ring Fit. ring fits. Great. This is really great. I got more skills in the skill tree. This is a great game, and and then I went to Leg World. Leg <laughs> World has been slow and excruciating. Uh,
1: Bob. Yeah, what's up? Are you gonna leave, uh, Dan, are You gonna <laughs> leave Leg World like that uh, House of Decline comic, where it's like. We're the we're the chufty guys who wear shorts and walk all the time, so our legs are really well-defined. <laughs> it's just a big group of guys in, like, Hawaiian shirts and shorts with really defined legs.
0: Probably, I don't... <laughs> I, don't I don't like leg world. I don't want to stay there long. I'm, like, <laughs> chugging the potions that make... Or the smoothies that make your leg moves do more damage because i'm like come on man i've done so many squats today leave me alone Uh, anyway um you know what we'll transition so that way the vr the vr heads get their win at the beginning hey aggro hey i was i was on the day i went to buy a vr game because i went holy shit i've been playing pistol whip for two months straight (laughs) I almost bought Moss because part one's on sale and I think part two. They're both on sale. Mm, Yeah. Mm -hmm.
2: How is Moss? Moss is um, charming as fuck. Yeah. Uh, Like the game opens and you're sitting in a giant empty cathedral hall looking at a book and gripping and turning giant pages. Mm -hmm. And every level of this game, you're sort of sat in an area like like early on you're you're in a mouse village in the woods but you're like normal human size just sort of sat at the edge of this village and like you look over in the water and it's got a face for you and the glowing orbs of your hands and you are both controlling the the little mouse character and messing with stuff in the environment oh so you are this big spirit giant that people know is there Sometimes moving giant blocks, sometimes grabbing enemies with one hand and then moving the mouse over to fuck them up with the other. Man, I had no idea there was that, that angle to it. Like, yeah. I thought it was just the mouse. It, right. It's like I started playing it. I'm like, oh, this. This is the game I was hoping would exist as soon as yeah. VR started becoming a thing.
0: <laughs> Agra's like, finally, I can be a real
2: giant. <laughs> the, I'm like, yes, finally a video game for me. <laughs> I feel so represented. Uh, but i was I was describing the environments before because a lot of it takes place in the woods early on. there's like a big swamp, mm-hmm. and you're you're just uh it, it's fixed camera angles the you come in this side, you go through the area, you go out that side, it loads the next area. and you just look out in a away and it it gets like p s one to two foggy real quick out in the distance. but you know, there's like the shadows of trees and shit. but there's something very close in and cozy and almost like theme park ride scenery, feeling about it. Yeah. Where, like, yes, this doesn't have high fidelity. It doesn't look realistic, mm-hmm. but it's very present. Yeah. So you're in the experience of it.
0: Yeah. That is the cool thing where it's like realism isn't even the fucking goal because everything looks really cool in VR. Mm-hmm. So it's really good when you get these almost diorama like looks to things. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Yeah you get to build your own train set dude someone has to have made that game right (laughs) you'd think you would think Uh, if I had one complaint about until you fall the movement speed on the left stick is like too slow also, they're like, you need
2: to turn on vignetting. You're going to get motion sick. And I'm like, I'm built different. different. <laughs> I need you to understand. Like, Can I, can I like, go to Sony and like sign a form <laughs> so I can put it in its system level? <laughs> where, where, is, where is the
0: system level preference of like, what do you want your VR at? Oh, uh, balls deep, please. Thank you. Thank you very much. But that's <laughs> turn. That's too much for any man. Smooth turn, I don't even understand like who is this aiding like in any level because i turned it on and it doesn't make me feel horrible it just looks bad Mm. like i would rather (laughs) already be looking at the new area
2: Uh i don't know i don't get it like i don't i i need the opposite of accessibility features for my vr games i need i need features for unaccessibility (laughs) i need them to push that envelope
0: yeah, get the Assassin's Creed jacket that hurts you when you get <laughs> yeah. it.
2: Oh, God. Agro's getting tased while playing Moss. I just got a jacket made of bear traps that are set inward. <laughs> <laughs> oh, why
0: does that dagger feel like a bear trap?
2: I will say I am, because uh, cause most of the games I've been playing in VR are, you know, about Moving the controller and using the triggers. Yeah, Uh, I I am reaching the limit of what my giant, meaty dinner plate hands (laughs) can do on the sticks inside of those controller rings. Oh, really? (laughs) Because like I am always touching the rings with both Uh sides of my palm. Yeah. So every now and then, keeping on that stick gets a little tough for me. That's interesting. Mm -hmm. I hadn't considered that because of the enormous width of that right thing yeah. that i'm working with yeah that thing
0: that you're meat <laughs> hooks, i believe um yeah i have to wonder then if the more open design of like the quest 2 or the quest 3 might be better mm-hmm. for you
2: right that that's, that's why i'm thinking uh, if eventually we get the psvr2 running on pc if you can use different controllers with it or if maybe there's going to be another
0: yes yeah, you feel like someone out there would just make the 3d controller Hmm. like for pc oh I yeah, mean, yeah it's, it's
2: basically, basically
0: i keep, I keep the waiting technology. for somebody
2: to come out with a tweet and be like so i just hacked off part of the psvr2 controller and, and it, it still, still works? works
0: yeah yeah i have that to wonder which parts positive.
2: are necessary because there's no way all of that is i mean, like there's... it's a
0: ring of lights yeah. so mm-hmm. it's tracking the full ring to let it know exactly how much you're moving and it. it's doing inside out tracking so if you cut off part of it, you would have to make sure that was a part with no lights and no circuitry. And, and you would have to wire the electricity around to the other side again. Agro's like, this is great." Glove
2: with like spokes with lights
0: on the end. I mean, yes, ideally that's what the solution would be, but it's just hands. I love hands. the power glove. I love the, it's so bad. <laughs> By the way, I finally got those lenses.
2: Yes. The ones you've been enjoying uh, for like a VR. month or it's, whatever. It's good. It is
0: good. It was weird. It's like, um, it's very bizarre because you would think putting on a headset like the PSVR 2 is its own like encumbering nightmare like cluster, it, like just, uh, but weirdly, it's kind of nice to not have glasses on because mm-hmm. I spend all the fucking time with glasses on. So when I put that with the lenses on, I'm like weird. This is arguably more comfortable than my normal situation. <laughs> that's bizarre. And then I put on the Quest 2, and that's just not true of it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> the Quest 2, it has a really tight hinge on it. So you... There's no way to nail it. You will either get an inordinate amount of pressure on your cheekbones or on your forehead, and there is no... There's no perfect situation. You're just choosing which of those to feel like someone's trying to punch slowly through your head. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I wore that thing for 10 minutes and I had the red ring worse than I had like any amount of using the PSVR 2 yeah. or 1. Because it is just strapped to your head and putting that much force directly to it, which is not how the PSVR 1 or 2 works. Mm-hmm. Um, however, I do find uh, it tolerable which is not how I'd describe it before getting those lenses. I would not. Yeah. Because it rips off my glasses every time I uh-huh. take it off, fitting the glasses in there means and not only is that situation I just described happening, it is also crushing my nose with my own glasses. mm mm-hmm. uh, Yeah. It, it, it made that situation a lot better. So now, do not worry, listener. I will not go down the path of every VR chat meme of I have now bought full body tracking for $1,300. <laughs> because i wanted a comfortable headset i think i could just wait it out to the psvr2 gets hacked for pc and then go there we go now i can wear the comfy thing it will do it but yeah i've been really excited to play moss ever since i got it for free with (laughs) psvr1 and then didn't play it do you know if there's a next gen well if there was i should have already gotten it yeah i feel like they charged for it because they did they actually said they did a lot of work to get it working on psvr2
2: Mm -hmm.
0: but an upgrade path yeah an
2: upgrade path yeah i feel like they just went nah buy it again yeah because i've seen like the side by sides, like oh you remade this game mostly
0: Mm -hmm. yeah as it turns out there's a massive chasm of visual fidelity and quality difference between psvr one and two Mm -hmm. um man maybe when i beat until you fall maybe then i'll switch over to moss Mm -hmm. because there's only so much time we have before things start dropping yeah oh, yeah the drops yeah. start again we get yeah. what two weeks three something like that because of armored core six and uh and immortals the- of avm
1: <laughs> have fun with that <laughs> yeah i'm sure you're gonna fucking play that game
0: this does was- the solo solo spoiler <laughs> cast <laughs> I'm doing,
1: like, an NPR voice the whole time. Like, hello, considering that uh, Video
2: Games, and I'm legally required to tell you that I bought and completed Immortals of Avium.
1: Considering fucking Armored Core 6 is apparently, like, 50 hours long, I don't think anybody's gonna be playing fucking Immortals of Avium. You don't think? Ah, <laughs> oh,
2: jeez. That's unfortunate. Anyways... In the perfect segue, um, uh-huh. I bought Moss because I've settled into a rhythm of playing Humanity. Yes, uh, which is I'll do a couple levels, run a level a couple of times, trying to figure out how to get all the goldies. Uh-huh. Uh Slam the into rest mode button and go. Mm. And Fifteen minutes later, figure out how to beat the level, and then turn it back on. <laughs> <laughs> So I'm like, I should be playing something else during
0: these interim periods. <laughs> yeah. Humanity's really good though,
2: like from what I tried before. Are you enjoying it? Mm-hmm. Okay. No, it's 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 real good. Um I just I I have yet to fully integrate its approach to puzzle design. Yeah. Like I'm still trying to figure out because it, it, it's very, you know, lemmings like, you know, you make the humans go in different directions and make them do things. And I'm still getting my head around how dastardly this game will be yeah. because that's, that's really what you need to set in a puzzle game. How fucked up and mean will they be? Or is the thing I'm looking at the puzzle I think I'm looking at, <laughs> right?
0: Yeah. There's all sorts of other things with like gravity and how long jumps work and other things in the demo where I'm just like, I could not have imagined this solution because I did not understand you insane fuckers
2: mm-hmm. and how midair collisions would just not matter. And like the like, there's a function in the game where like you, you go through and if you complete it, you can restart it clean or you can restart it with all of your commands still on the board. Yes, which is brilliant. It, yeah, no, that's wonderful. But my f- my former gifted child ass <laughs> keeps getting stressed out and angry that yeah. I didn't get all the goldies the first time. And then I have to restart the level now to do it right. I'm like, no, I'm good at puzzle games. I'm good at puzzle games. I hate you.
0: His name was Dr. Agro, but he was not a doctor. This is the story of him insisting to a blind world that he was good at puzzle games. You have entered the Twilight Zone. Uh, When I played the demo for Humanity back in April one of the first thoughts i had was man if i could get some lenses this would like the vr way to play it is the way but i had discomfort from the glasses so i'm really looking forward to getting to check that out also someone clarified and i'm realizing we're in a we're i'm entering a very weird space I said on either one or two episodes of Big Think ago that humanity was on PlayStation Plus. It was not. It was on PlayStation Plus Plus. I am now so aware of what's on Plus Plus. I'm unaware what's just normal Plus. And I think I have to switch back in order to assess what's on Plus Plus again. Mm. I hate this. This is awful. I hate that they're branded as basically the same thing. Yeah. Xbox solved this problem by simply not giving you
1: games anymore. <laughs> they give you 25, though. That's more. That's more than two if yeah, you don't you do any math. And you... <laughs> don't think about it ever again. And yeah. Don't realize that you're basically paying $10 a month for online because they keep ratcheting the price of that shit up, and nobody seems to talk about it ever. For some reason, we are just not putting
0: every console owner on blast for charging us rent. For some reason, we're just not doing that and we still haven't talked about that playstation 5 has no way to locally back up saves so they're holding your save files hostage in the physical shell of your system unless you pay rent
1: well well dan they can't let you back up back up your fucking saves. somebody might alter them on on a pc think think of the trophies dan think <laughs> of the trophies we no. have to have the system that mostly that mostly exists for fucking data mining and so we have a reason to never let you do anything.
0: Yeah, it's so dumb. We we need to check the uh, uh, authenticity of trophies when we release games that literally just give you a platinum on the PlayStation Uh Network daily. Yeah, the the sanctity of trophies must be preserved. Please ignore Hot Dog Jump, which gets you a platinum within eight minutes. Uh,
2: I need to go play Humanity. I still have not decided whether or not VR or on screen is the better way to play it. Really? Because, like, in VR, you've got an automatic uh, spatial awareness of the level. Yes. But the controls are much better on screen. Really? Because, like, to to move the level up and down in in VR, like, you're hitting triangle and square on the left controller, Mm -hmm. uh, and there's no way to tilt your camera.
0: Oh yeah, you just Because up and down
2: is zoom in. Yeah, Yeah, you you have to like get up and like lean over it. Oh
0: yeah, I did playing the demo. I had a couple moments. I think it was like two where I just went, I can't quite... And then I would crane my head in there and turn it
2: sideways and be like, oh, okay. Yeah, like I I, I need to play it standing, honestly. I think that's the way it was designed to be played. Because sitting, it's just a worse version of on screen.
0: Well, there you go. You do that. And then you can do what people have with standing desks and get a treadmill. It's, it's on the crowd. and then just walk on the treadmill while you're trying to play a puzzle game. That's a seat that would probably make you vomit immediately. Oh, you would just fall on your ass. Is what would happen. That is so. That is yeah. a level of
2: a VR gamer I'm not ready for. Right? Yeah, no. Like it, I, I, it's like we're gonna set your play area. I'm like, yeah, game. I know how to stand in one spot. And 20 minutes later, you reach your hand out and you hit the grid. And you're like, Where the fuck am I?
0: (laughs) Now, the funny thing is uh, PlayStation. I don't think this happens with Quest. I could be wrong. They account for the momentum of your hand. So say, for instance, you're this far away from the wall. But if you have enough momentum going towards that wall, they'll let you know in advance. Like, dude, dude, dude. (laughs) (laughs) Which is really funny because I would... uh, like. I got to the point where I would roll out a sideways yoga mat. So I knew if I stepped forward too far or backward too far. Nice. It's pretty. It works really well. But I would set that really far forward so I wouldn't bug Bob. Good thing I avoid annoying Bob with VR shenanigans in his living room. I've succeeded. Um, But I did that. And now I'm so far forward. They're like, you're you're gonna punch your console that's on the ground, dude. Don't move forward. And I'm like, it's fucking fine. All that shit's on the ground. This is let me know to not step there. <laughs>
4: um,
0: but yeah, I just there was playing humanity, which for people who don't know, to get the aesthetic vaguely down, the people are like very simplistic models moving by the hundreds through a path you set by setting directional arrows and other specific power-up sort of movement-related icons on the ground, and you're in a heavenly cloudscape. There's something about just being in that space that is really Mm -hmm. great. Yeah. So that's why I, I like the VR, even though you were totally right, and there's just like, if I were playing on the TV, I could angle. Instead in VR, I have to.
2: Which I think I mentioned it last week. I, I started playing it and didn't launch it in VR mode the first time, even though I had the headset on. Yeah. So I'm like, oh, maybe it'll eventually transition. I don't know. So I'm, <laughs> and I'm playing the first level, and it's like hit square and hit a direction on the left stick to drop a command, which you can't do with one hand. No. I did the first level like this.
0: <laughs> that is weird. I never thought it would let you. Because for people who don't don't haven't seen it, the you should be able to, on a normal controller, have access to four face buttons with your right hand and then the stick of the D-pad on your left. There's no D-pad on the sense controllers. And two of the face buttons are in the left hand. So PlayStation will not let you (laughs) boot games like Theatrhythm with the sense controllers. You have Mm. to go pick up a dual sense. Interesting.
2: Yeah. I was just gonna say, like, you figured it would sense for that, but. This is a really weird use case where I'm an idiot, so I wouldn't expect them to have made a check for that. Right.
0: I uh, I did that for a bit with the demo, too, and I'm like, this can't be right. <laughs> like, th- they can't be like, this is VR, and it sits in a square in front right. of you. That doesn't make sense.
2: Um, did you have anything else you wanted to say about... I also... or No, not about that. So moving on from that. Okay. Um, I got to play like an hour or so of Bolt Gun, finally. Oh, cool. Yes. Uh, I downloaded this game... On a controller, uh, I'm ready to be called a heretic for not playing the boomer shooter on a mouse and keyboard.
0: I was wondering, does this have VR support?
2: <laughs> no, God, I wish. This, this,
0: this, the, the opening of Big Think is now mandatory 15-minute VR segment. How many <laughs> are
2: we at, by the way? Uh, go ahead, and aggro. Um, Half an hour. <laughs> so like I said, I've only played a little bit of this game, but holy shit, they nailed the movement and the weight of walking around in giant Adeptus armor. Um, (laughs) There's something really satisfying about the slow automatic rate of fire of the bolt gun. Like do, 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 do. Yeah. Like the, the moving, the fact that your charge move will just knock enemies 20 feet back and off a cliff. Yes. You rev the chainsword, time stops, and it highlights any enemy in range in red and you just lunge at them to chainsword them. So you are incredibly mobile boomer shooter style, but you also feel incredibly heavy because you're a giant space Marine. Mm-hmm. The mixture of those at the same time is fucking awesome. <laughs> that sounds so good. It is. It's, it's, <laughs> it's also so gleefully a doom clone. <laughs> yeah like the hell you know, yeah it is uh like i'm fighting cultists and then i'm fighting chaos space marines and then pink horror and blue horror come out and i'm like that's just a pinky <laughs> if it ain't broke yeah no it's and like that's the this game has caught the vibe it's so beautiful
1: the power system in that game is really interesting yeah where enemies have a power ranking and so do weapons. Mm. And if a, the weapon isn't at least at the power ranking of that enemy, it will do less damage. So your shotgun is only a power ranking uh. three, so it will tear ass through normal cultists and low-level demons. But then you get, run into like a chaos space marine and he's power ranking level five. So the shotgun isn't going to be as effective. You need to switch to something that's more like, this is a gun for killing a big guy.
2: hmm Which could be a more powerful weapon, or if you found the power up for your base bolter by finding a secret area in the level, it could now be strength. Oh, that sounds awesome. Mm -hmm. That's the good shit. That's kind of like, you
0: know, not to sound weird. That's kind of like what I would hope the secrets in Doom and whatnot would unlock, like permanent awesome upgrades to weapons. Mm -hmm. Uh, Like those are per level. Um, Okay, so the moment the level ends, it just drops out. Okay, like, so. Like
2: it, it, it limbs it in green light until the level ends. It's, it's beautiful. Better than that, though, was the, the deep magazine for the bolter. It just takes like a, a belt fed looking box mag and appends it to the side of it. So now you got like 100 and something bullets that'll fly a lot faster and you don't have to reload until that thing's out. <laughs> Sounds dope. Yeah, this is. They, they have hit that power fantasy sweet spot where if you fuck up, this game will kill you. But until you fuck up, you're an unstoppable god.
0: <laughs> that is a good balance. Mm-hmm. That, that feels like the Doom Eternal balance. Where mm. it's just like, you're tearing ass or your ass is torn. <laughs> 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 One of these two will happen very quickly. Uh, did you have anything else you wanted to say about it? Nope. Okay. So uh, people who saw last Friday's stream uh, saw we did Super Mario RPG on the Super Nintendo Uh, and spaceman spiff uh, one of our longtime viewers and mods uh, came down to co-host that stream did you know super mario rpg is really cool
2: no way yeah Nobody knew that. And now it's true. I mean, people tell me that, but honestly, they're, I, they're the kind of people where it's like, mm, yeah. Mm.
0: They're like, Mega Man 2 you know, is the best Mega Man, Super Mario RPG is good. Geno fans. Oh, what's what's the problem with Geno? What, what are you trying to say? Geno's great.
2: That's what they tell me
0: look it's a mario game and then a little wooden dude has a laser gun arm
4: what do you want what c- more do you
0: want he also like calls down like star rainbow orbital lasers <laughs> from the sky, which is pretty great that remake sure is gonna be fucking stellar that's gonna be great uh i don't have a whole lot to say about it though because what hasn't been said about super mario rpg but i will say that soundtrack is full of bangers <laughs> Uh, Yoko was on some shit when she made that. (laughs) Uh, Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Absolutely hilarious game, even still. Like, there are constant, like, vaudevillian gags going off of, like, well, Mario can't speak, so he has to convey everything through. Him transforming into Bowser and making Bowser sounds and jumping up and down rapidly and walking on midair and then falling. Yeah, it's still one of the funniest RPGs I've played. It's it's crazy. Mm-hmm. It all holds up pretty well, too. Yeah. It, it, like, you give me item descriptions that actually match what the item does. Uh-huh. And a few other small quality of life things. And you could have released this now. And oh, hey, they are, as it turns out. It, no, no matter how long it goes. The joke of oh man, are you really Mario? Can you prove it? And then you hit the jump button to jump. Yeah. Golden. Every time. Because like so many times it's two guys. Yeah. They're like, dude, this is Mario. And they're like, that ain't Mario. That guy's mustache looks like shit. And then they look at you. And then they wait. (laughs) And then you do a jump and they're like, holy crap, it is him. He's way uglier in person. (laughs) Uh, Incredible game. I am so excited for that remake. That is un- unreal that that's happening. Yeah. Uh,
1: it. <laughs> after looking at the original, it's just it's just jarring to see the remake Mario animate smoothly and not like his legs snapping back and forth as he runs around. Yes.
0: <laughs> yeah, you really expect the weird toy soldier march energy. Mm-hmm. I'm.
1: Man, that
3: remake's gonna...
0: Ach- I still think it's going to be crazy to see outside of right the cuz that levels have really clear cutoffs and they're just floating in space and they aren't in the, Yeah, in the uh, because they hmm. didn't have the assets to make an end to the level like have unique assets to end the edge of the maps with. It's kind of like a uh, Final Fantasy Tactics does the same thing. Yeah. Right? Yeah, so it's one of those situations where the background's blue or black or red and in the new one, they have backgrounds and Bob's like, oh, imagine the map, but then something at the edge and behind it. <laughs> that uh, th- While you guys were talking about uh, looking around humanity, I was thinking how yeah. cool it'd be to see a t- tactics remake where you can look around that like a di- diorama. Oh mm-hmm. my God. Oh yeah. <laughs> yeah. I would mm-hmm. fucking lose my mind if Bob as a tactics remaster was like VR mode. <laughs> I would just fall apart at the seams.
4: Yeah. Oh Yeah.
0: That'd be so good, uh but Bob, did you have anything else you want to say other than uh you know Super Mario RPG is great; it's really great, it's right? It's hard to think about these things to say. Just man, they sure did nail like everything. That's the best characterization of Bowser we've ever got, and they kind of just stuck with this sense.
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's true, he, especially he, in <laughs> the RPGs.
0: Yeah, I was thinking how Odyssey also really goes for that same level of just yeah. No, he's just a dude. <laughs> <laughs> kind of sucks actually <laughs> he's he, really pathetic yeah, but they, you all pretend he's not you probably can't like, even count the number of jobs he's been fired from on <laughs> one hand
1: <laughs> <laughs> like Bowser should just be Bluto That is should be the model yes. for Bowser no it's true it is absolutely true and I do like at the end of Odyssey how they dipple into a little bit Is like Peach doesn't isn't really that fucking hot on Mario either she kind of wishes both these guys would just stop <laughs> She's like, like, can I do anything without you two fucking going at it? Yeah. I really
0: like that part of that, too. It's real good. Um, but I invited a demon into Bob's home by letting Spiff come down. Because I ended up buying the $75 edition of fucking Final Fantasy Theater, the final part. <laughs> He 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 brought this he brought the game and his switch all the way down to subject me to and I'm like oh no oh no it's so many good Final Fantasy songs oh no yeah, it, is. Really good. <laughs> it is so good it is a delightful game I have a PSA for anyone who's looking at gameplay of theatrism and going that doesn't make fucking sense it, it doesn't. They literally designed this UI to confuse you. <laughs> it does not need four lines to convey what it wants to convey. It is literally a UI that is designed to confuse you. I uh, forget
1: if it made more sense on the DS or the 3DS. 3DS. That's where it was originally.
0: Possibly. And
1: and I think it used the fucking stylus originally, so the, I, yes. I think this might be Yeah, we had to get, we had to like We can't change the way the game looks. Uh, yes, you can, but you Right labored under the delusion they can't do that so we Mm -hmm. have to keep the format the same, but everything has to be different
0: well the weird thing is i bet it made sense for the travel levels yeah the travel travel levels absolutely made sense because you use the stylus to follow those curves on the 3ds right Mm Hmm. okay so that makes sense i don't i don't have the impression that the normal levels which are combat use the stylus right i think you could play could it. use the stylus on those as okay. well but i'm now i'm trying to think because the 3ds only has one point of touch it can register so you can't do right. like two touches right at the same time so are you doing a stick in that yeah, or? I, I think that you were doing the like the left l button and the touching the screen but i can't okay. remember it's been like way too long
1: <laughs> and it's okay. on the 3ds so i'm certainly not going to go check
0: all right yeah i mean me neither um I could look up YouTube videos, though. I'm seeing someone say the bottom screen was just a background. That seems insane. I don't I, think I, that's right. Yeah, I, would, I genuinely don't believe that could be the case. Um, but, yo, did you know Final Fantasy games have some really good music? Like, really yes, good do. music? Mm, crazy. <laughs> it's true. And this game has a hell of a lot of them. Mm-hmm. You know what, probably was the, 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 the straw that broke the camel's back? The final straw? It had Final Fantasy Mystic Quest, and I was like, oh God. As a mystic. Yeah, this,
1: this one has fucking everything.
0: I grew up with Mystic Quest, and every fucking conversation I ever had with someone was just like, oh, that's the dumb one for Americans, and it's bad. And I'm like, it has like one of the best soundtracks. Why are you so mean? <laughs> and the main character's name is Benjamin! so anyway um that's that's awesome that game is so much good music and it has some really interesting mechanics you level up your characters they get spells and abilities you get to set them up specifically what they're gonna do edge is in the game and he has like a lot of evasion shit so if you're really bad at the game you could just set him up to keep rolling to dodge attacks it's really good. Edge.
2: Edge. Four. Okay. I just like yes, from Four. Okay, I couldn't bring it up off the off the top of my head, so my brain immediately filled in like Edge from the WWE, like Edge <laughs> and Christian. It was like, wow, uh, man, I missed the back half of twelve. I guess. <laughs>
1: uh, <laughs> he, he's the bad character from Four because he doesn't have a fucking niche. And he's just like, I can kind of do magic and I can throw things. I I don't I don't do as much physical damage as anyone else, and I don't have support spells. They they kind of just needed a fifth person.
0: Man, every ninja in a Final Fantasy, all the way through six, it, even nine, they all just feel like uncooked. Like they have the throw ability. We don't know what else to do.
1: Uh, Amaran in nine, like literally, had his entire story removed from the game in development. So he's literally. like I'm here now, and then and then that's a, that's it. Yeah, Shadow has
2: a
0: ninja dog, though.
2: Yeah, Shadow's really cool. (laughs) He's so cool. So bad at night, because he's like, would you like to throw all of your old equipment that you could be synthing into better equipment? Mm -hmm.
0: Yeah, I've already had it on good authority (laughs) that you need one of the starter weapons of the game all the way at the end to get something really... I win! (laughs) (laughs)
1: Anyway. Anyway. I'm thinking, like... Yuffie's cool.
0: Yuffie is cool. Yeah,
1: yeah, because...
0: seven has that thing where every character has a pretty just highly customizable base that's really cool with the materia system and then the only thing that defines them is their limit break so of course they just gave her good limit break so she's fine and their victory animations that is a very important thing to consider when you Riku's <laughs> choose your team.
1: technically a ninja character in 10 and she's cool she has the limit break where she mixes your items together and makes wacky shit like she can make the uh <laughs> The potion of nine, 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 nine that makes a character always hit for that much damage for a while.
0: Jesus. Mm-hmm. That's pretty great. Yeah. Uh, the cool thing about uh, uh, theatrism is that uh, you begin a combat thing and when that happens, you're, you're party of like tiny, chibi versions of the characters, which you can mix and match your characters from every Final Fantasy, which is great because, of course, I have... Two lightnings, Benjamin. The <laughs> <laughs> really great team going on there. Anyways, they had to take the assets from Final Fantasy Mystic Quest and make a 3D environment from it. And I laugh so hard immediately as I'm like, yeah, that is that shitty looking purple mountain from the intro Atrophic- <laughs> the game. Oh man. Yeah, it feels so good. It warms my heart to just have all these really great songs and really great, like, cute things going on constantly. I wish there was a PS5 native version. I would like it in a higher res. I would like it um, loading instantly because it takes a few seconds to load, and I can't help but sit there and think about, like, if this was a PS5 native, it would take less than two. Mm-hmm. It would literally take 1.5 seconds every time. Um, But it's not a problem on PS5. Yeah, it's been a really fun time. uh I really, 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 really shouldn't have bought, even though it was on sale. The seventy-five dollar edition with the fucking season pass and all these DLCs and stuff. I should. Have just... I
1: did though. I was stupid. Just like, <laughs> oh, I'm gonna get
0: it anyway. Yeah, that's a lot of good music, but uh, it's super it's, 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 Well it, it, but, but the but the the Secret of Mana games are over there. I know, the, right? The, the, they had Trials of Mana too, and the, 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 they had they had things I wanted. They had like, a bunch of your yeah. music in there as yeah, well. That's true. I was, and like, I was just mm. like, oh man, I've got. <laughs> it's rough it's rough but uh that game's super enjoyable i just mostly regret that i have yet again bought a video game <laughs> financially this cannot continue um but yeah Theatrism's great i highly recommend it uh first time i i played that game i felt uh, genuinely disabled in a way that was i'm unused to in a rhythm game i'm used to be able to grapple a, what a rhythm game wants for me pretty fast But I felt mentally, physically incapable on my first play session because it has such a very truly bizarre requirement of inputs of like, oh, no, the left stick and the right stick can both do directions. But you need to hit the face button on the B and these things need to be held for this long. And I'm like, and you on top of this, you made the UI insane just to confuse me. It wasn't enough. To require these things of me, you needed to literally have four lanes so you can shove this shit at random in these lanes, which has no meaning. I I need to try that simplified mode because there's some mode where it takes it down to like one lane. I want to know what that does, if that makes it so easy. It's not even fun or if it's kind of there's there's
1: multiple simple modes. There's like there's like the normal and then there's a mode where it's like you only have to hit one thing ever.
0: Yeah. Hmm. Yeah. And then there's
1: an even more simple mode than that. And they make
0: it easy to switch between the two. You just go to the level you want to play in the adventure mode and hit triangle on a switches. Yeah, so, right. so, so that's really cool. I, I haven't checked that out yet. But yeah, day one, I'm struggling to pass like six difficulty songs and seven and day two, like literally the second time I played it, I'm successfully passing some tens. Um, Really cool game. Really enjoyable. It made me, it reminded me. This is the most contented I have been with a Final Fantasy product since Dissidia (laughs) (laughs) Duodecim. So there you go. Keep making things like this, thank you. I like leveling up and seeing cool and cute summons. I like having characters and music from the games I recognize and love. Great time, thumbs up. Stop making the UI intentionally obtuse though. (laughs) Hey, Bob. Hey, what's up? Did you play video games? I did, in fact, play some video games. Really? Okay. What's up with that? You know, the years. <laughs> what's usual. up with these video games? <laughs> um, <laughs> Dead, Dead Cells released a PS5 version a little while ago, so I downloaded that. I already had the PS4 version, so I was like, sure, I'll try this out. Mm-hmm. I'm still not really that into it. Like, okay. I, th- <laughs> I feel like I'm, I am never in the mood to play a little roguelike. Like, that's where I'm yeah. coming to terms with. It's like, no, I just it doesn't do anything for my brain. It's yeah. like you just made it worse. Well, it is literally a budget constraint derived mechanic. Mm-hmm. Nobody ever set out to make a roguelike. <laughs> they set out to make this cool game, which will be a roguelike now because content hard. Right.
1: I mean, maybe initially, but at this point, I'm sure people do set out to make roguelikes.
0: I bet even the first fucking roguelike was like, "I don't want to make a thousand castle mazes." <laughs> I bet Rogue is literally some guy sitting down and going, "I don't want to make a hundred mazes." Is, Fuck
1: that. Is Rogue even procedurally generated? I I'm think pretty sure might. I think Rogue might just be one of those things like, no, it's just brutally difficult and has permadeath.
0: Oh, I figured it was procedurally generated because every roguelike I, from I that don't era fucking know, I played,
1: but, was, I think but it's maybe procedural. It's, uh,
0: yeah. Anyways, Bob, continue talking about this game you don't like. <laughs> uh, I still think that has lots of cool mechanics and stuff. Like you can actually get lots of different weapons that have different move sets, and the dodge feels pretty decent. Mm-hmm. Jumping feels weirdly weighty, um, which is sometimes fun, but other times is platforming heavy and not great. Uh, the first boss is, is the farthest I've made it in this game at all. Mm. It just because he's really weird, like it feels like there's no way to stop him from doing his attacks. And to, he kind of moves his body in such a broad way. That's hard to understand what he's doing. Mm-hmm. So I usually get there and then just get destroyed by him. And I'm like, I don't, I took off like half his health, but I feel like I was just guessing. Um, so I've never made it past that in this game. And I don't think I'll do it this time either. Okay. But they added a, uh, I can play a Santa Claus now. Ooh. Um, Someone in chat was bringing up, you can't transfer your save, which, yeah, I didn't see a way to transfer. I was like, maybe I just never played the PS4 version, but I'm guessing I did play it, and it just didn't transfer my save. It doesn't do that. Oh, yeah. I, I'm going to throw this question here because I had this question. We both couldn't figure it out um, for sure. Guys, wasn't Dead Cells originally locked 30 frames per second either on PS4 or PC in general? I could have sworn that was the case, and that's part of why I looked at the game and said, nah, because mm-hmm. I'm not an action game at that. No. I'm good. Yeah, but this is sixty. Yeah, it looks nice and fluid. It's kind of it's kind of pleasant to look at. Yeah, no, it's a nice looking game. I think the art style's really achieved. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, um, I I was trying it because I wanted to get the, the Castlevania thing because mm-hmm. like it's Castlevania. It'd be yeah, cool to see that in this R style. Uh huh. But where I'm not really enjoying the regular game, I feel like I wouldn't enjoy the Castlevania expansion either. Maybe they might. That will have a whole new set of bosses. Maybe those bosses are more fun than the first boss here. They're probably based on Castlevania bosses, so at least there will be some neurons firing in your brain of like, oh, this is Gallimoth.
2: Right. Everyone it, loves him. <laughs> this is that weird lobster thing from Portrait, Portrait of Ruin.
0: <laughs> <laughs> um, I also played more Final Fantasy 12. Um That... You need to be able to customize the gambits more. The gambit is a system where you can set up your party to auto do stuff attack, mm-hmm. steal, mm-hmm. heal, whatever. The thing is, it's a programming system where you don't have if then statements, you don't have anything more complicated than the enemy has full health, do a thing. Mm-hmm. Your, your ally is at 50% health, do a thing. You can to be like, oh, there are two allies at low health. So now you'd use the, the cure all button or spell. There's nothing like that complex mm-hmm. it's just well i guess i'll set it up so that if this one guy is at half health, so you heal everybody because there's a good chance other ones have been hit too mm-hmm. um you want to be stealing a lot in this game because the only way to get money in final fantasy 12 is selling stuff like you get tiny deal drops but they're very small weird uh basically everything is from selling this stuff so if you steal you have way more to sell but there's not a good way to set it up so that an, the character will just steal and then start attacking. I have it set up so that they will steal if the enemy's 100% health. But then if there are two enemies, they steal from one. Then the other characters attack that one so he's at no longer full health. And then they go steal from the second enemy. And it's like, no, no, no. You can do that when this
2: one's dead. Yeah. Because now it is a danger. Well, no, but there's a 100% health enemy. Over there. <laughs> right? <laughs> Like I, I really need to go back and play Dragon Age One again because mm-hmm. if I'm gonna have to keep going, that game had the best NPC behavior programming <laughs> system ever. I'm, I'm gonna need to double check it. <laughs> yeah, you wanna you wanna check the facts on that.
1: <laughs> yeah, the, the way I played Dragon Age Origins the last time was just I picked a mage and put it on easy and I blew things up. <laughs>
0: <laughs> um, that being said, I'm still kind of enjoying it. I I really like how much time i can just spend in the menus in this game mm. like there's a ton of just okay i need to figure out what makes sense to do on this license board which there are parts of the license board i really don't like of having it lock every single weapon under there and you need to find the space to unlock in the license board so they can actually use the weapon or armor uh, but other things i do like are just oh they they distribute stats in this end of the board they've distributed skills down here and you need to kind of explore it and you, I always feel like, oh, I could, if I had just a few more points, I could unlock this, which is a good feeling to have in an RPG. You want to be like looping back into that RPG mechanic of leveling up your character in interesting ways and making them different from the other characters. Mm-hmm. Um, something that even the original 12 didn't have because that's all just everyone has the same generic board. unless mm-hmm. you have job classes that have totally different boards. Yeah. Yeah, this is a really different creature from the original 12. Mm -hmm. For example, you're playing it in Benny Hill mode. Yes, I have to play it two times speed. This kid's basically unplayable at regular speeds. That's okay. Uh, Weren't you also reading at the same time as playing it, or was that just for the breaks? I I saw both pulled up, and I'm like, is the combat in this so slow that this man's like, time to read? No, it was, it was, but for breaks. Okay, it wasn't. It okay. was it's <laughs> minus two down speed is actually very doable. Okay. Which I think I found the area that made me quit on the PS2. Oh. Um, there's this forest you get to where it'll spawn these little pumpkin enemies, like tiny little dudes. Mm-hmm. You attack them, and then they run off. And your characters just have to chase them back to the, like they run all the way to the entrance to <laughs> the area it's awful and now they're at two signs of speed i was like i can deal with this uh-huh. i can chase after them and it's not like a huge nuisance yeah <laughs> but regular speed what a nightmare yeah <laughs> oh, my <laughs> ring fit did something screwed up uh, the treasure chest ran away and they're like sprint really fast for a really long time to catch up and i'm like you're a monster this is leg world (laughs) uh but that's it for 12 okay well real quick i was gonna say after you finish 12 whether that's beating it or just moving on Mm -hmm. are you gonna try carnage heart on the ps1 and be like i'm glad the ai programming here is so top notch is that a mech game that's the weird mech strategy it's strategy game where you get a, an array of like AI things and chips that point the logic one way or the yeah. other and have conditions and stuff. The The demo disc I had growing up was just like Carnage Heart, the the smartest video game ever made. And I'm <laughs> like, oh, I wish I was smart enough to play that game. Th- that sounds neat.
1: Oh. <laughs> <laughs> What's God, up, Chris? That's a, fucking, that's a fucking art dink game. Yeah.
0: So it was PS made one. by the
1: same... The same people who made fucking No One Can Stop Mr. Domino <laughs> and other bullshit. <laughs> and other <laughs> bullshit. <laughs>
0: Man, I I really would just love to have a more complex system for 12, but yeah. you can't remake it again. That's stupid. Like, So the community's going to have to do it. They're going to have to be like, we worked in C-sharp support. <laughs> right? I was like, <laughs> let me get an array in here Dude, for that, how this works. Yes, they did that. <laughs> if they actually went, we hacked the game enough to put in C-sharp support, I would be like, this went from like a lower tier Final Fantasy to the.
2: Best one. No, but you really need to differentiate between classes and characters. So so this one is C sharp, this one's in COBOL. And no! You got Python on the healers. No! <laughs> Jesus Christ!
1: That's like Man, the COBOL one would be it. really useful because you figure that shit out, and then you can get a job where nobody can ever fire you because they don't understand what you do.
2: Good Lord. No. <laughs> I, what was it? Well,
1: I forget how it was described to me by some engineer who actually knew COBOL. He's like, you learn COBOL. And only three people in the world also know COBOL, and none of them have the power to fire you. <laughs> yeah.
0: That is straight up the idea of wizards. Mm-hmm. <laughs> That'd be pretty sick. It would be pretty <laughs> sick. Uh bad yeah, that's never happening. <laughs> like
2: incorporating that into twelve anyway. Right. Are you working? Can you prove that I'm not? <laughs>
0: What are you gonna do come over here and do it yourself <laughs> yeah i don't think so
3: no <laughs> come on <man. sighs>
0: did you play anything else buddy? i did i played a good bit of river city girls 2 mm. the game which is finally i'm leaving i don't want to be this mad on content about a game i didn't buy or play so the PS5 version now runs smoothly, like it should at 60 frames per second. Unfortunately, the input lag is massive. What? Like
2: it literally hit the button, wait a second, and then the punch comes. It's well, yeah, you demanded all those extra frames. What did you think was gonna happen? Um, the PS4 version is okay. It doesn't have this problem.
0: How oh, is it this? Insane. How is it this bad way forward? What is happening over there? But yeah, it's basically unplayable on the PS5 still, just in a new way. <laughs> awesome. You can't download the PS4 version. You can. That's what I'm doing. I'm playing okay. the PS4 version, okay. but the PS5 okay. version is basically unplayable.
1: <laughs> well, they're they're the same basically, right? Because that's not a heavy graphics intensive game
0: right yeah it's totally like playable in this version it's just super frustrating that they Insane. even have this version that doesn't work mm-hmm. um so now i put a good bit of time into it um really great art ego raptor is still the worst voice actor in the industry we shouldn't even call him that it's not allowed he shouldn't be allowed yeah, to voice act he these
1: he sure does cook for shit whenever he shows up in a game.
0: Yeah, cuz he's still Jimmy Lee. Um Yeah. I can't believe they even kept him. It's rough. There's but be-
1: he's, like are you going to hire a YouTuber? It's like a flow chart. Is it pro zd Yes, oh, go ahead. No, stop.
0: <laughs> <laughs> um But yeah, he's just a shopkeep. It's not a big deal. Uh the the game feels a lot like the first game, other than the like problems on PS5. Uh, which is weird because I feel like that the game doesn't feel good until you're level eight or so. Mm. Like the first seven levels, you don't have enough moves in your combo to feel like your character's even moving right. Like there's a huge amount of like delay after you do your combo and everything just feels like really slow. You get locked in enemies combos pretty easily. And you can't really do aerial stuff at all until level eight. So it, it just feels rough until you're doing that, which is several hours in. It, it takes you to level up like this. But I wish they smoothed that out because, like I said, I think this game looks great, has really solid voice acting other than the Ego Raptor, and is a good script. They do a bizarre thing I would never have guessed, though. They added in more playable characters, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Instead of integrating them properly into the story, if you swap them out, th- the new character, like their voice actor and everything, will le- read the script for one of the main characters that was already in the game.
2: That's bizarre. That's potentially hilarious. Right? But they don't like give you any
0: heads up that this is how it's going to play out. So it, it, it's happening. I'm just like, this isn't right. That doesn't make any sense for this character to say that. (laughs) She is now referring to herself in the third person. She's disassociating. This is what you get for trying to transmute
2: a human soul. (laughs) I'm reminded of um, running Metal Gear Solid 2 cutscenes. Yes! Swapping characters in
0: and out. The fucking president running up the Metal Gear. Yeah, it's so it's so bizarre because i feel like i'm missing out on like the main two characters uh kyoko and i can't remember the other character's name Sako, I misako think. um i think their voice actors play off each other really well and i feel like i'm kind of like losing something by ha- not having them together mm-hmm. even though the this new thing they've done is funny it even shows in some jokes like one of the characters like asks what this person looks like and if you're playing as them they're just like they look exactly like me <laughs> <laughs> like, <laughs> so right. this is one of those things where it'd be great to play this the second time is true but i feel like i'm just missing out playing it first time right, like right. yeah um you can even play as the the main character's boyfriends ricky and uh Cuneo? Cuneo. yeah I was like um, I, 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 like, I Bimmy, feel stupid wait, no, saying <laughs> this but it is Kunio of the Kunio Kun Cune name right <laughs> right um, and they will swap out for those lines as well and it's it's really weird
2: <laughs> that's great
0: hey Bob What's up? If I wanted to play a beat-em-up with eight frames of lag, um, which it's way more than that, by the way, oh, well, yeah. I would be playing Double Dragon on the Super Nintendo. <gasps> which you might note, I'm not! <laughs> okay, I'm done. I just... It was so bad, I'm over here, and he hits the button, and I see, later, it did the Final Fantasy 16. Sometime later, Crossfade! <laughs> and then he jumped. Anyway, I'm done. I'm. Yeah, it's that PS5 version is unacceptable I don't know what's up oh yeah the PS4 version what? did crash on me too
1: what? like how did Unity fuck up all these fucking indie games
4: I have no idea
0: it's- I
1: think I should pull I, I I I now I have to check like I don't think Freedom Planet 2 actually shipped on consoles like they said they were gonna uh
0: no I think it got pushed back because it was supposed to happen Around now, or in a month uh, or two. Early.
1: Early in the year, I think it was when oh, it was supposed to Oh, I thought it was
0: exactly a year later. Okay. Uh, But yeah, everyone should just... If you're making a game in Unity, you better have someone who understands Unity and can fix the fucking engine. Yeah, it's... was the first river city girls on unity no this whole transition as far as i know to unity came after that game but maybe i'm wrong maybe the first one's fine and this one's just fucked for some reason yeah because it 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 seems crazy that there's just problems like this the first didn't have
1: okay galaxy trail posted a month ago they are currently aiming for december yeah on the console versions of freedom planet
0: yeah i saw that update and then someone said hey did they ever actually fix the frame rate camera problem and then i said no that was me accidentally fixing it on my side <laughs> as, I, as far as i know they never fucking fixed it for some reason anyway uh we have people saying unity is what way always used Hmm. so like obviously not since the game boy color but since then River City Girls 1 is fine because Unity broke the camera thing in a later update. Yeah, but this isn't even that. It's the whole game's running at 30. Right? Like that's how the original launch was. And now it's. Just- and now
4: it's got an insane amount of input lag. That's. I'm done. That sentence is done. Yeah. I'm not.
0: It was like the bat signal for a button to pixel video went up in the fucking sky. That's what it felt like from sitting on this side of the room. And I'm like, they can't keep doing
1: this. (laughs) Ship the game in an
0: acceptable state. Apparently, that's also
1: how it is. Apparently, that's also how it is on Xbox. Because I went and poked around during this. And I see Xbox people being like, why does it take so long when I hit the fucking button?
0: Yeah, this thing is literally worse than, if memory serves me correct. This is worse than the first Mega Man Legacy collection, like substantially worse. So anyone who thought that was an outrage, man, do not get that version of that game. Uh, they also still have holdover problems from the first game. Like, why is the attack button the button I hold to enter a room, like enter transition the screen? It doesn't make any sense. There's all these other buttons on the controller. I don't want to Even be- shoulders. Yeah, there's shoulders. There's all sorts of things. Mm -hmm. It doesn't make any sense to be like, oh, well, hold the the button here. Oh, it's a hold to enter the room? Yeah. Okay, so it wouldn't accidentally happen when you attack an enemy or? Um, Unless you're doing, like, matching it a lot. But yeah, it, it, it still just feels weird and wrong. Like, if you're near the edge of the screen, it's very easy to accidentally do that. Yeah. To go back and forth. Okay. Gotcha. Yeah, I don't... I don't know. I'm... I feel like this game is so many years later, it should feel like an upgrade over the first game instead of just kind of the first game with some added problems. And right, I, it, yeah. It's been a long time since I played that, so I don't remember if the mission structure was like this or not, but a lot of the missions are, go through the stage. Okay, a guy at the end of the stage will then tell you about the five things you need to go back into that stage and get which it's not actually stages, it's just different screens, but they spawn respawn enemies every time you go transition to screen. So it's like, okay, walk all the way to the end of this town, walk backwards and collect three different things in these three areas. And it's like, not that fun. Mm. I'm never playing this game. <laughs> it's really unfortunate, too, because it's like, like I said, the story is really charming. Mm. I, I wish like in the arts incredible. Like, I think that has some of the, the coolest looking pixel art in a game recently. Mm-hmm. i think they do a great job with that yeah i really like way forward as a company mm-hmm. i would really like this release to be good mm-hmm. before the turn of the next century because <laughs> <laughs> this has just been a fucking circus yeah um i also got into that grand blue fantasy versus rising beta like the early access beta happened oh. now, or today and yesterday, and then the, for everybody is tomorrow. So and you after. got into CBT in the last week. That's cool. Don't That's say very that. I'm happy for you, man. <laughs> um, this game still looks really nice. Yeah, it does. I kind of, there are parts where I wish it had slightly higher resolution, because uh, there'll be super fine details, like on a sword hilt, mm-hmm. and you can see the jaggies a little bit. Mm-hmm. But other than that, it, it does look really good still they've added a few new mechanics like now you have ex moves so you can do like a charged up version of any of your regular moves uh, i think
1: you had ex versions in the original yeah like you i just think put so. the move on a super long cult super long cooldown yeah I,
0: was- I think there's a i think he's right yeah hmm i didn't yeah. remember that um there's also a new move where you like hit triangle and circle at the same time and they do like this fancy like super heavy hit that can be followed up on hmm and that also uses meter. A weird thing about this game is it has one meter and like super moves, EX moves and that new move all draw from that one meter. Yeah. So you feel kind of restrained with how much you can use it because it burns it like mm-hmm. so quickly. Like it takes half a meter to do an EX move and a full meter to do uh the super move.
3: Mhm. Um
0: after coming from street fighter where you have like the two meters and you can just do cool stuff all the time Mm -hmm. it is a little frustrating yeah Um, street
1: fighter has street Fighter for a while has has been on that train where it's like we have to have multiple meters you need to be able to do a super (laughs) like that's what um that's what five had five had the secondary super meter that was different didn't it
0: yeah i mean it had v trigger and then your normal meter yeah so it, it, it and was, four also had maybe it was or i
1: remember one of them had like you had the normal super meter and then you had one that only happened when you took damage and you could did nothing but do a, do a different super
0: yeah that that was four
4: okay yeah that was that one all right um four ultra there we go <laughs> okay i I'll... figured i'd throw
0: it in since you were pausing um they also have the simplified controls like we talked about, like the old one did, where you can just hit R1 in a, a, direction. a direction and yeah. you'll do a, a special move. Mm-hmm. And, and even like puts the direction on the icon for the move, so that way you can see the cooldown and the direction you need to hit. Right. Yeah. And a big thing with this one is they've removed the difference between doing that and doing the input. You can still do the input like the, the Hadouken move or the sure you can move to do the move. But now it's identical to doing it this way. Damage wise and everything. Damage else. wise, retard. Speed wise, everything. Mm. Um, which I think is really neat. Mm. Uh, it, it reminds me a lot more of that that robot fighter from the Rising never, Thunder. Rising Thunder. Ah. Um, where I don't need to think about putting in moves; it is all just doing the specials like that.
1: Mm-hmm. Uh, it's almost like that's a cool thing for some fighting games to do and all the people who didn't even play the game getting really mad yesterday that they changed how the moves work in this game were fucking annoying and dumb.
0: Yeah, I. every time I see this argument, I'm just like, guys, the, the changing of the input system to be that isn't so that way people who are bad at fighting games can be fully competitive with pros. It's so they can enjoy the game. It's like, we're not entertaining a world where a person who can't do these inputs is going to get platinum. Because I'm not doing that for me. You shouldn't do that <laughs> for you or a hypothetical straw man. I don't uh, just it's mostly so people can just enjoy it at a, at, a, at a not a fully casual, but a more casual level.
1: Yeah. yeah I, even people like I can do all that shit. Maybe I want to play a game where I don't have to do all that shit. Or mm-hmm. maybe the idea of these moves having a simple input and then a cool down offers unique gameplay possibilities and mental interactions between the players that just having the inputs doesn't.
0: Yeah. I think it's really makes it more feel more unique. And that's the thing. Like it obviously not all fighting games should do this, but I think grand blue is a really good candidate to do this. Yeah. Like it's supposed to be a little bit more casual. It's trying to get in a broader audience. Um, yeah. I, I, it's so weird to, people had such a negative reaction to a game that already had the system <laughs> yeah if it, if it uh if it took away their ability to do the normal inputs i would totally understand oh yeah that would that would be weird mm-hmm. um but yeah i'm really excited for this version that 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 looked gorgeous yeah no this game looks really nice uh and as we've said before and i'll say again like the ps5 version this new updated version should fix load time so the single player is playable yeah i noticed i you get into uh matches really quick like not the online ones because you still got to connect online Mm -hmm. which is still pretty quick faster than it was on the ps4 version right um uh, but you can also do the training mode and that that does load really fast Mm. not as fast as i would like it to but it is just like here's the two characters it's playing as now we're in like it doesn't have another transitionary screen to like yeah take even more time uh playing it i kind of forgot that it had like the x button does a a different kind of special for each character Mm -hmm. kind of like blaze blue yeah um and it kind of made me sad that blaze blue Blue isn't getting this sort of treatment yeah yeah yeah. that's every time i did forever every time i look at grand blue i i think of my 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 dead child blaze blue in the well, corner of the room I hear
1: some kind of blaze blue project announced recently like some weird mobile another yet another bizarre mobile thing or something I if, feel Like we ran if
0: they did project. it it missed me entirely there was that weird metroidvania thing that got announced a while yeah. ago from china oh yeah all right yeah all right it's weird um yeah so it's it's neat i wish it were blaze blue <laughs> cool uh i get to try a new character uh, they add siegfried mm. who is a dude in night armor with a gigantic sword you don't say you don't I, say yeah blowing people's minds here um i can't get used to him because he's really slow Uh huh. and during a beta like this where you can basically only play against people online i just get torn apart before i figure out how to use him <laughs> yeah that right. um but he's he's got a cool design though, yeah, <laughs> that's cool. Um, another character they added that was like the last character they added to the previous version of this game, so I didn't play her before, uh, is Vera, who I had a lot of fun with. She's like a weird. Let me see. I wrote down a sicko Ojo Sama character mm-hmm. who's also a magical girl. So you have like the X button attack will grab the enemy and then she shows them on the ground and hits them with a magic seal and then she transforms. It's strange. And then she can do, like... Sure, you can backflips where she stands in midair and then bounce around. Mm. Like, she almost gets... uh, When Bang Shishigami does his transformation, like, dashes all over, almost gets, like, that level of movement, which is very strange for a game like this where movement is way... Mm. Way Slowed down.
3: Yeah.
0: Um, But, yeah, I, I like how many how different some of the characters are like that where a lot of them will have a weird movement system the other characters just don't have mm-hmm. um, so yeah I'm, I'm excited for, uh, for this to actually come out um, you gotta say the full title again That's oh yeah this is of the Ram Blue fantasy versus rising rising golden <laughs> <laughs> did you play anything else i played yeah, I was gonna say, does it count i played pokemon sleep i have things to say about it do you have anything to say about it dan yeah i should have deleted it this morning when i realized <laughs> i'm never gonna play it again because it is a bad video game <laughs> yeah it is really frustrating in a lot of ways i just feel like it's wasting my fucking time Like there's nothing engaging about any of what I'm doing. It's just taking time out of my day. I could better spend staring at a ceiling. It is boring. It is awful. They're like, Hey, these Pokemon found you because you've done your six day of dozing type sleep in a row. And I'm like, oh, that's weird. I sleep the same. Do I need to sex this up for you, Pokemon sleep? <laughs> anyway, they found these berries, grab them, and then Snorlax will eat them and he'll get stronger. But at the end of the week, he goes away and a new Snorlax comes. I hate this game. <laughs> it's it... it does take way too long to do anything like you wake up. You go through the, like, two screens of here's how you slap, uh-huh. which is fine. Yeah. But then there's minutes of click on the four Pokemon that showed up, read a giant description of how they slap. Multiple cool. screens, multiple slow transitions, mm-hmm. locking down the controls. hmm Yeah. Even when you're going to sleep, it has stuff like that. Like, watch the Solox it tucked in. I'm like, I am trying to sleep. Yeah. Why is why? It, in the, the weirdest part is they know that might be a thing because a third of the cutscene, in maybe even halfway, they finally pop up with a button in the upper right that says skip. Right. It has a gigantic part you can't skip for some reason. <laughs> yeah. Um, fucking terrible game. Other things that just frustrated me like crazy. I, I did not have a good week of sleep. Uh huh. The game basically just bullies me for it. It has nothing positive to say about that. It gives me no bonuses. It does nothing to give me positive reinforcement.
2: Yeah. Nothing. It's just like, okay, hey, you suck. Um, I mean, to be fair, <laughs> you did sleep poorly. There's <laughs> no it's, advice. Has nothing. The
0: game's like, I think it's a skill issue. <laughs> <laughs> um, when you go to do that part where... You can, I think it's called snack time when you first wake up and all the Pokemon are there. Uh-huh. You have to feed them to get them to actually join your party. Yes. You cannot buy extra cookies during this part. No, you should have prepared by you, bringing extra cookies before you went to sleep. Yes. Which you bought with real money. Yes. The Pokemon can just decide I'm full. Ha! <laughs> What? So you can get four cookies ah. deep, and he's like, "I don't want anymore. I won't be your friend." And then he's just gone forever, and he voices those cookies. Bob, I think it did that to you because you didn't sleep well. Because I have not had one Pokemon at any point do that.
1: What? What fucking SMT shit is this? This real. The more we talk about Pokemon sleep, the more I'm just like, <laughs> there's, there's, there's gonna be a Weedle, and it just starts playing the fucking theme, and it's like,
0: pussy, pay me a thousand dollars or I'm leaving. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Nintendo like I'm starting to become a little worried about Nintendo like in the span of 2 months we've had two projects that should have just been canceled. Uh, yeah. They pushed out the door. I did this
0: this thing's awful. And I really did just uh, like the moment I played it once I'm like this is literally if Ring Fit shamed me for not having enough stamina mm-hmm. for people who can't sleep. What is wrong with them? There's nothing here that's enjoyable. There's literally no core of it that's good. But yeah, it, I, that, I don't think that them getting full is like a mechanic I'm hitting because I didn't sleep well. Literally, they sell better cookies for real money that fill them up faster so you don't run into this problem. I just... I got better cookies by sleeping well. You get, I get one every time I wake up. You get one I got better. one better one and the one standard one. Not every time, but... Okay, yeah, I've never seen it give me that... I have had Maybe like there was one a, night of good sleep, and may, it, they didn't give me anything special. <laughs> You're like, it's my birthday. It's my birthday. I actually slept well. Come on, guys. And they're like, what? Shut up. <laughs> yeah, this this thing, this is terrible. Horrible game. Literally it, the worst Pokemon game I've ever played. It's um it's unfortunate because I think the art's really nice. I like, I like the, the way the Pokemon look in this game. I, I would like it even more if I weren't being subjected to it slowly while my controls were locked down. <laughs> yeah, Also, uh, every t- morning be like, click on the Pokemon, then click on all the dro- junk they drop. Oh, we put the UI over it, so you have to zoom in, or else you can't click on their junk. Yeah, they, they literally <laughs> didn't make the play field any larger than the area the Pokemon could walk to, which means if they walk in the absolute corner at a normal zoom level, you can't click that Pokemon, so you're zooming in and then scrolling over and it, things just bad nice so have you uninstalled it yet not yet i'm doing that after this podcast because i found myself in a place where they're like do you want to read your sleep report And i'm like no and then i close the fucking game <laughs> because it's not fun to have 15 minutes of my morning disappear yeah um in the it i was like i'll do this later mm-hmm After I'd done the first two screens and got to the point where I can feed the Pokemon, I was like, I'll do that later. It takes you back to the beginning if you come back. You have to sit through all the cutscenes and all the junk again. Like, what are you doing? This is supposed to integrate
4: smoothly with someone's life. This does not do that at all. Wow. okay so next up pokemon eat (laughs) you're gonna
0: scan in all the foods you eat and if you eat too little it's gonna shame you even though you have a eating disorder and if you eat too much it's gonna shame you because you have an eating disorder but really because you're like probably a statistically average north american uh white guy who needs like 2400 calories and it's made by the japanese they'll be like you've lardax why are you eating this much did did you feed snorlax did you do that at all yeah Okay, I didn't know I could do... I couldn't. I, I mean, the Snorlax the- eats the berries when you gather them automatically. Right, right, but there's also the cooking. Oh, it said I wasn't allowed to cook yet. Exactly, right? And then today, I have filled up on food. So I was like, well, I have absolutely filled the food bar. I can't pick up any more of these Pokemon are dropping so I can't even pick up. You have to click on the Snorlax. Not on the food-making pot. What? Yeah, you click on the Snorlax, and it's like, now I'll tell you how to cook. It's like... I was trying to do that for six days. Yeah, there's no pop-up or icon or anything on the store likes to inform me that that's how I figure out how to cook. Yeah. Great. Nice. <laughs> awesome. Fantastic. Bob, uninstall the game. Yeah, I should do that. Anyway, do you have anything else to talk about?
1: No. Then we're moving on to Chris. <laughs> uh, I finished Final Fantasy Thirteen.
0: Congratulations. At least someone finished it. (laughs) Was it worth it?
1: Kind of?
0: A Final Fantasy being finished
2: isn't given. Sort of? Like, it's worth it because you did it, but you wouldn't have if you knew? (laughs)
1: Uh, I mean, yeah, I did it to know, so if I had already known, there would have been no reason for me to do it. Uh... Yeah, nothing, not a single fucking thing in this game is done. Not a single thing. Not the combat, not the UI, not the story, not the not the game world. And this is because, I didn't know this, they didn't really start development on this game until almost 2007. Because all the PS2 shit got thrown out. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then they're like, you're making the Final Fantasy seven Crystal Tools demo. That's going to take like six or seven months. Mm-hmm. So then after that, they could actually start development on this fucking game.
3: Yeah. Mm.
1: And then you just read about it, and it's like, we wanted to have towns, but no time. We wanted to have more story, but no time. We wanted to have all this shit, but no time.
0: Mm -hmm. Yeah, it's really unfortunate they just didn't delay this and actually release a good product.
1: It had already been so fucking long.
0: Yeah, it's okay. They'll get it the next Final Fantasy. Yeah, they've been saying that for don't worry,
2: they'll get years. it the next Final Fantasy. Look, they've still got versus thirteen. I'm sure that'll save it. Yeah. It's two games. Yeah. It's gonna be great. That's fine.
1: I'm I'm excited to play Final Fantasy thirteen two at some point, because everybody says that evolves things and is much of a much better game. I hope that's true. I remember liking it a lot more. Here's here's how when I say the story is unfinished, I mean it feels like they pulled out half the cutscenes at least because like eight or nine hours in snow gets picked up by fang and the and the the sanctum troops and they go onto their airship and you meet sid reigns and he's in like a two minute long scene then 15 hours later you're walking through an area that i have no idea where this area is in relation to anything else and sid's just there And he gives a big speech about how you inspired him and taught him he could fight against fate. Uh, And then he turns into a crystal man, you fight him. And I'm like, sir, we've never met. (laughs) (laughs) I think I was in front of you at Wendy's once. (laughs) (laughs) Like, I'm not kidding. He has not spoken to a single fucking member of this cast other than Fang and Snow. But he like, but like lightning attacks him as soon as she sees them. They act like they know each other. Was he maybe supposed to have known her when she was in the military? Maybe, but there's nothing in the game to signify this. It's just like, and that's, that's all like, once they fucking explain what fal are and what LCR, are, the game is not complicated. It does not have a complicated story. It's like not, it's actually pretty simple, but they just remove so much. It's like, I can see the shape of the pieces that are missing because I played a bunch of RPGs. But it's entirely understandable why so many like journalists and people were like, I don't fucking get what's going on. Because they cut so much. Mm-hmm. Uh, and Bob was right. The game does get worse when you get to Grand Pulse, when it like opens up. Because <laughs> oh. just... that area is just now grind. This yeah. area exists so you can grind to be strong enough for the end of the game. It's the only reason it exists. Oh. Spend like five hours at least doing doing hunts. Like you you talk to a thing and then it, it it spawns a monster somewhere in the world. Go kill that monster. Just do do this. Do at least 15 of those so you'll be strong enough for the final boss. Ooh. It has really great music. Some of the best in the series. Saz is one of the greatest Final Fantasy characters, period. It's true. There's no debate. He's the best part of this game. He's so sure. The best. Everything about him is joyous from his character interactions to how much he loves his son to the fact him doing a, not, a neat little dance during his combat idol animation. The fact so many of his animations are just based on cactuars. <laughs> It's really cool that the entire crux of the game is a lesbian relationship that people just never talked about. I don't see any other way. Isn't that weird? Yeah. I've never seen any person like really bring it up. And I'm like, it's so explicit that they are the two women are the humans like are thematically and Uh named after the two humans who survive Ragnarok and repopulate the world in Norse myth.
0: Yeah, it was really weird when I ran into that information somewhere in the last year or two, and I'm like, wait, why has no one talked about this ever?
1: (laughs) But man, I can't recommend this game to anyone. It's... it's Having towns would have helped so much. Just that, because you would have gotten the action ramps up, action ramps down. You get, like, breathing space in between the combat hallways where there can be like story but man it's just like here's a combat hallway what do you have to look to look forward to after that more combat hallway
0: (laughs) yeah this is what an rpg is right
1: and and this is why like this i'm now fully on board the fuck people who who want enemies to be on the map in these rpgs that is so demoralizing in this game, because you know you have to fight them all yeah. to be at the level they want. Mm-hmm. So you just look at this long hallway with like 18 encounters in it. Mm-hmm. And it's like, holy shit.
0: Eat all these M&Ms. Problem, they're not
2: M&Ms, they're jawbreakers. Every <laughs> single one. I had, I had not thought of that specific application uh-huh. and how soul-crushing it would be. Because I'm used to enemies on the map being like Dragon Quest Eleven. Where at a certain point, they start fleeing before you. And you're like, ha ha, yes. Yeah. Now I am done leveling. <laughs> <laughs> this yeah. is how I know. Oh. The Crystarium is the worst leveling system <clears throat> in
1: any RPG ever made. There's no question. It's not even a contest. Because you, you don't get to actually make any choices. It's just a thing you have to go
2: do. Oh. oh, You hold oh. X and so, it looks so pretty. That's how it's a worse version of the Sphere Grid. <laughs> yes Imagine like the sphere sphere grid so simple how do you fuck that up oh i see it's not a thing imagine if the sphere
1: grid had no it didn't have any of those empty slots you can put in any stat you want it didn't have any branches it's just
0: it's a straight line they just wanted the leveling system to be a perfect reflection of the
1: level layout (laughs) one hallway one way and late in the game, they give every character every class, because otherwise each character only has three of the classes. They're, they're classes, but they're called roles because the weapons don't change or anything. So it's like, this is the damage roll, this is the...
0: Well, they're called paradigms, this. right?
1: Uh, no, paradigm is what your Our whole party setup it. is. Oh, mm-hmm. okay. So, like, if you have your character, if you have a commando and two ravagers, that's the relentless assault paradigm. Gotcha. But... Late in the game, they're like, "Okay, everybody can be every class now, except they fucking can't, because it takes a shitload of experience to level them up in those classes, and you don't want to use that experience for that because the stat boosts each node give you gets goes up the higher up in the Crystarium you get." Uh huh. Mm. And these new classes don't start at the low costs they start at relatively equal cost. Oh,
0: Ugh. that's not how that's supposed to work. Mm-hmm. So it
1: makes no sense to not just keep the characters on the paradigms they have, um, not the paradigms, on the, with the three that they have until the post game. I assume all that shit with full customization is for the post game.
0: Man, I'm really excited for the 13 remake. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I, I, they should remake Final Fantasy 13 into something that even remotely like the game they wanted to make because mm-hmm. yeah. uh, Motomu Toriyama has even like let it slip at points like yeah we had to rush this entire game through in like two years we didn't have time to do shit it's also funny because at least it's so far maybe 3 really really sells it I don't see the Toriyama is obsessed with lightning thing like that's not something that I feel like it comes through in this game at all I feel
0: like two is definitely the beginning of that. Yeah, like the accusations, I feel, didn't start till two and three. Right. And then, and then three is she's literally the goddess. <laughs> we made her boobs bigger. Yeah, that was. Is that, she is has, that what the strength of co- the Wild
1: Rose is? Yes, I apparently guess.
0: the Desert Rose is bigger boobs.
1: <laughs> she, has, she has a costume that crosses over with Mass Effect.
0: Oh, yeah, that's right. I forgot about that. She has a ton of costumes in Lightning Returns. Yeah, she does. I wonder if they're yeah. all in VR chat.
1: <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> um, it looks real cool. It's half-baked in every way. I I can't recommend anybody play it. If you're just like, I have 40 hours to burn and I absolutely have to know. Or if you if you don't have an Xbox and you have the PC version and can use Cheat Engine to just juice yourself up to the max level and skip every single conceivable enemy encounter you can. That would also really help. Yeah. Like, if if they were going to re-release this game, bare minimum, I would rip out half the enemies. I'd make the enemies that are, are there give, like, four times as much experience. And I'd make it so you don't have to do a fucking thing on Grand Pulse. You could walk straight from there to the end of the game. <laughs> and be fine. Yikes. That's right. It's... It's rough. Like there is stuff that I think is interesting, but they don't execute on it well at all. Like the character, like the mad- the black mad mage equivalent. Every character gets different elements. So theoretically, you would want to put specific characters on- in those roles to make you- to you know to hit boss weaknesses, but you can't swap party members in battle. And you can't swap out your paradigms in battle. And for most of the game, you don't get to pick what your party is. So it just completely falls flat. And that's true of all the classes. Like the buffing class, the characters get different buffs between them. And they get different debuffs between them when they have the debuff class. And none of that matters fucking at all because for so much of the game, you don't get to pick who's in your party. And also Saz is the best one because he gets haste. <laughs> There's no reason the game even teaches you always have haste up. That feels like the lesson of the first Barthandalus fight. He's like, I'm gonna kill you in 20 minutes. Cast haste so you can kill me fast enough. Right. But yeah, man. Now I know that's good. I can now say that anybody trying to rehabilitate rehabilitate that game's image is nuts. <laughs> Like, legitimately, completely without any hyperbole. Final Fantasy 15 is more complete game. 15? Like, it does... 15. It doesn't... 15 doesn't feel like they removed so much story, it's borderline incomprehensible.
0: That happens in the first three hours when they show you a cutscene that is the movie that goes, uh, your hometown's blown up. I don't fucking know, kid. Anyways, enjoy you your writing. You still know that
1: happened, though. You still <sighs> know the town blew up. They did not not mention it, and then have a guy from the town show up 15 hours in. Be like, I'm from that town we've never mentioned.
0: Saying something has more deliberate missing plot than 15 is a huge ask. Like, yeah, then the ending where uh-huh. they just cut everything. Yeah, I yeah. know. That's that's ha- I'd
1: have to replay 15, but it's just, it's as bad, at mm-hmm. least where it's like it's bad to the point where it's obvious just from looking at any part of it like even the ui in combat feels so low rent and undone i mean yeah it's insane
0: there are very few ideas in the 13 combat and they're like none of them are good (laughs) like they all serve to make it a less interesting turn-based strategy game i feel like because they hold they on paper, they have upsides, but in practice I feel like they just weigh the fucking thing down with bad ideas.
1: Yeah, it feels like they had no time to iterate on the combat system at all. It's like, we wrote down what it should be, we made something that matches what we wrote down. We have to get this out the door. Other than that, I uh, I beat Gravity Circuit. Gravity Circuit's really cool. It has, you know, eight levels and then four levels at the end, and it has a neat little self-contained story. And you you unlock a mode after you beat it where it's like, uh, okay, you you can spend your health to do your super attacks now, so you can actually do Mega Man Zero type combos on the bosses and take all their health in one in one mo- second. Uh yeah i recommend it gravity circuit's great it has great music it looks really fucking nice yeah the art is really great
0: it's got that uh game boy color aesthetic for all the character sprites if i remember correctly and it's adhering pretty well it's really smooth too
1: yeah it's really smooth it it kind of does it this is there's one character you have to talk to to initiate every level and every time he has a bad joke (sighs) I'm just like, please, I know it's coming. It's so, and it's not even like, it's not even, I I wouldn't even call it a joke. It's just like, go stop the robot master from doing this bad thing or else it will cause minor inconvenience to me. And that's every single one of the jokes. And no other character is funny in that way. So it just feels like they put the clown as the guy you have to talk to to get into these levels
0: <laughs> yeah like if i wanted this experience i'd go work a register at a retail store
1: oh. <laughs> but that's it i had to i had to beat final fantasy 13 i had to get through it i yeah. kept I kept, tr- I kept trying to drop but it. it was literally that pop team epic comic Mm-hmm. Where she goes, fuck this shit, I'm never playing this game again, and throws the <laughs> g- controller away. And then the controller levitates back to her, and she starts playing it again. That happened like four times throughout playing Final Fantasy Thirteen.
0: Mm. <laughs> Did you play anything else? No. Okay. Uh, do you know what
4: that means?
1: I don't know, Dan.
4: Podlords. <gasps> <gasps> what? Uh-
0: it, the Podlord music? Whatever, we'll switch to the other one. <laughs> <laughs> oh fuck. We're doing it live! <laughs> I love when shit breaks for no reason, boss. Who doesn't? Yes, that's right. The Podlords. Potentially. Podlords? Maybe. Podlords such as BN12, E. Lee Broyles. When I turn around, freeze. You moved! You moved! You
2: moved! No! That's getting worse.
0: Red Blaze 27, Suzu Shiro, Rado. One-on-one shades is on vacation remastered. it looks like they're not getting the pictures, Dan. They're not getting it, why are they not? One moment, one moment, what is that? uh, There are no pictures yet. Okay. They are getting a picture because that's all there is so far. Anyway, WTF Spider-Man. I'm surviving record setting forest fires, 36H lightning and all time flooding in Canada. Bring on the tornadoes and
1: earthquakes.
2: Good luck, good Uh, luck. That's a lot. Luck be with you.
0: Kybird! It is an ancient app.
2: Some call it Twitter, but the meaning is the same. Yeah, let them just flow in. (laughs) Uh.
0: DFW3K. Mukbun. Shiny Mew. Kristen. Auto-playing max volume juice of frost. (laughs) Mm, Kyle Bjork. Brain-fried due to allergies. Estonian children educator bear person. What in the world am I looking at? What is this nightmare? That's me in the midst of an allergy attack. (laughs) Monster Hunter Ryzen and Raiden? Project Moon after firing a lead artist for supporting basic human
1: rights. A mm. little bit more complicated than that.
0: Cooper Tank. 3D handsome Squidward is not real. 3D <laughs> handsome Squidward cannot hurt
2: you. Uh-huh. uh-huh. But that statement is true.
0: <laughs> <laughs> the Ochi presents you with Pikmin. Do you accept?
2: Hmm, I would like to wake up now. <laughs> Run, <laughs> Indigo
0: Sykes, drive Typecast. Why? <laughs>
2: God damn it! <laughs> that should not be that good.
0: Evil Lucario. A raccoon hanging out with a cat! Oh! AG got flashbanged by a YouTuber waxing nostalgically for one of Agro's Curse Content Club submissions. Hell
1: yeah! Excellent.
0: Shinji16 passed the CAPM exam. Now, if only he could pass DP9th Dan in 2DX. Locked the chest returns and has now experienced the joys of being in an actual shield wall. I am forever changed.
1: (laughs) That's awesome.
0: The Super Mim. The Hard M. Sarlene. Tomothy Pfister. Bearded Joe. Pleochrome. Krungle Spump. Ochi the rock.
2: Oh my God. <laughs> God damn
0: it. Me after I eat the 3
2: hour hot car pizza.
0: Pasta. Pasta. Uh-huh.
2: <laughs> it's a radical new Italian dish. You'll start hearing about it soon. <laughs> Don't worry,
0: Chad. I didn't eat the three hour hot car pasta. It is still in Bob's (laughs) fridge. Ichigo Kurosaki, the moment Bleach episode 167 ends. (laughs) (laughs) Noodle, the returning. That gameplay trailer had me officially Armored Core 6-pilled. I'm now also Miskey-pilled. No relation. <laughs> and... Dog. Look at him. Oh. Dog. So pretty. Dog.
1: Thank you very much to our Dog Lords. Thank you, Dog Lords. Thank, Thank you, Dog Lords! Thank you, Dog Lords. If you'd like to become a Dog Lord and go to our... You can go to your local humane <laughs> society and pick up a pound puppy right now they need your help we also need your help so go to our patreon at patreon.com slash and become a contributor today and get such benefits as uh, early access to chugging bleach and pokemon go to the movies Our two our two monthly anime review podcasts, <clears throat> extended content from other shows when we have cut content you know laying around on the floor to give you A movie, Isolation 119, this is not a joke, by giving to our Patreon, you get a movie. The only way on the internet you can watch Isolation 119, a movie about a man sitting in a chair instead of investigating the injuring of his brother. (laughs) He really cares about his brother, but not enough to actually investigate. He mostly just gets drunk and into fights with the locals. Uh, You also get a patron-exclusive show sometimes wherein we watch a good thing, and you get a non-patron-exclusive show where we watch a horrible thing but uh pa- <laughs> but patrons get a commentary track for that horrible thing so if you ever want to hear us groan while watching dr horrible sing-along blog or or unless the strike the writers guild strike ends real fucking soon wolverine uh. origin <laughs> come on you guys <laughs> pay your writers <laughs> uh, so if you want that uh you'll get that uh and other bonuses sometimes that's patreon.com slash Podcasts. If you don't have any money, it always helps us immensely to tell your friends, rate us on Thursdays before Twitch removes that feature, like this video on YouTube, rate us on your podcast app of choice, or uh, to just go to r games and just shill us until they ban you. You don't want to yeah. post on r games anyway, just <laughs> go it. out in a blaze of glory. <laughs> 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 Patreon.com gbpodcast
0: uh, We've got some news. Uh, I'm going to get mine out of the way real quick. Hey, did you see that thumbnail? That's the inside of the Project Q. It's mostly nothing. Shock. (laughs) Did you know a thing that is just Wi-Fi and a big screen with a controller on it doesn't need a whole lot inside? It's true. Uh, But no, really. Apparently, it leaked. It is running some flavor of Android. So some people out there are like, I wonder if I can hack it to do stuff. And I'm like, probably not a whole lot, frankly. Uh, Yeah, it it. doesn't Uh, have any
1: fucking... Guts, yeah, (laughs) is there a processor? I assume so. It's probably
0: a very minimal processor. I don't, I don't know, man. Uh, but for people who forgot, this is the giant portable streaming through your local internet, (laughs) yeah, portable from your PS5, you already own probably $300 thing. It's the
2: perfect bedroom console. Uh, up
0: next. Retro gaming hardware news, Uh, Pixel FX, the company who's made a few other projects like the PS1 Digital, HDMI mod out, and uh, Dreamcast Digital and some other things. It's a collective of guys. Uh, In fact, one of them made the Game Boy Consolizer, so that thing's pretty good, too. Anyways, uh, they announced the Retro Gem, singular, maybe plural, I don't know. Uh, It's a single mod board you can put in PS1, PS2, Dreamcast, or N64 to get HDMI out from it. These, so So, everyone's been waiting for the PS2 one, and now it's a little bit of a shame that the demand is being conflated and somewhat interrupted by these other consoles being the thing we've been waiting for is also demand for them. For people who are curious, there are two models. The original model, which is $99 and can do from... It can do up to 720p, which you might know is what? not a clean upscale of a 480 signal like the Dreamcast and PS2 has. Or you can pay $100 for what is a completely digital upgrade. It's the same board. There's no hardware difference. It is a license they are selling you to use the upscaling oh, functionality on this board. Disgusting. To hell. <laughs> yeah. So... um, and it can output 1440p, so that's the one you actually want. Um, I, I've described the PS2 HDMI out as a holy grail, the thing that we've been wanting right this whole time. This is it. This is the end game. This is the last one that matters. So of course I bought it, and now we have to pay someone to mod it. And I'm not in love with that. And if that PS2 dies, I'll have to pay someone to mod it into a PS2 that's still alive. Don't forget, they, modding it also means they cut out the optical port because these people are criminals. Yeah, I don't understand why mm. you cut out the optical port because for the love of God, that is a perfect audio format. The only world in which it isn't is one where you need 5.1 or 7.1 surround sound. It is a perfectly lossless noise isolated cable for transmitting perfect quality stereo audio. But I don't want to cut the plastic on the outside of the box. So we'll just remove the optical. That's, that's, that's good. I'm glad we didn't harm the outside of a PS2. A thing that happens every day because it's a console that was owned by children. Anyway, uh, so that's a thing. Apparently, it's still up for sale. Uh, the weirdest part of the messaging around this, other than the really cringe YouTube video they made about it, and I mean, like, Limited Run Games Expo, cringe Um, is the part where they keep trying to pitch it to you that them having one board for all four of these consoles is a feature you get and I'm like no that's a production feature so you can make more easily that's not a feature for me I'm paying in a sense For interoperability with three consoles, I'll never use it on. Right. No, you're not modding this out of one system into another. That's not how it works. No (laughs)
2: one would do that. Basically ever. Um, You just got to put them side by side and stick it in in the middle and... Solder a couple just extra keep wires some loose, over.
0: Yeah, just keep some loose cables around and solder and desolder every time you need to switch. Yeah, it's convenient. So it needs to be like
1: it needs to be one of like one of those things where the, the PC with no case that's just hanging from the ceiling by uh-huh. wires.
0: Yeah. Like what's that? Oh, that's my PS2. That's horrifying. Why have you done that?
2: <laughs> I'm hugging a motion engine at eye level. You're going to prison.
0: <laughs>
2: you can't do that.
0: Um, I think. This will probably be a really good quality product um, because it's a digital internal thing. It should be able to get sharper, especially if you have, you know, a good capture card um, than an upscaler could reasonably get. And it has multiple scaling features. It's a very well-rounded scaler. It's the same one that's in the N64. So if you're curious about what all it can do, go look up the Pixel FX N64 digital. Um, So I think it's a good product and I think probably will be the last retro gaming hardware thing i buy because i don't use an upscaler all that much anymore we have the mister like right we use the mister for nes super nes ps1 it's basically all covered the only things that i really need an upscaler for is n64 and saturn which i mean the n64 would be nice but it it looks nice nowadays now that we've gotten a billion firmware updates on the retro 5x making that a higher quality upscaler. So I don't know. I don't know if that makes any sense. Maybe uh, there's it's...
1: there's a Saturn Mister Core coming along. That might be worth worthwhile someday.
0: There's there's a Saturn and N64 did, Mr. Core coming along. I will not put faith in those working perfectly. Did you
1: did you see Sega being like, yeah, we want to do a Saturn retro thing. We can't fucking figure out how. Yeah.
0: <laughs> yeah, I heard people talking about it. Yeah.
1: You designed a nightmare box. <laughs>
0: you make the PS2 look sober.
1: Also, did you see that? Did you see one of the the Sega executives at the time was like, actually, you know how everybody's like Sega of America made so much money? They fucking didn't. Yeah, I did see that. Um... Um, the basic thing is they would send out an, an enormous amount of hardware to stores, like unbelievably huge, and then report all these earnings. And then, like two, three years later, the stores be like, "These we didn't sell these. We're we're sending them back." Yeah, we, and it would be, those would become losses.
0: Uh, yeah, it was the P- It was the PS three era thing where they stuffed the fucking production line, the supply chain, with an, an inordinately high amount by trying to strong arm them because Sega had good relations in the United States. I still have a little bit of a
1: grain of salt
0: when it comes to listening to sega of japan about sega of america though, but i have, but just, I don't I doubt have that. just
1: as much of a grain of salt of listening to tom kalinsky a guy who wrote a book about how great he was
0: yeah no that's fair i get it um yeah imagine the different timeline where the saturn didn't suck because there's a timeline games, where but, where man. sega
1: of america wasn't like please make the 32x and the fucking right Please <laughs> please ruin everything forever so cause I think I'm running a toy company. Yeah. I mm. yeah. I feel like the worst era of like every game company is when they get a toy guy in charge. Cause I am mm. also now willing to call the Wii era of Nintendo, the Wii to Wii U era the worst era of Nintendo. Mm-hmm. Late Wii to Wii U, which was Reggie being a toy guy. Mm. And they and Iwata trotted out that, yeah, the Wii U is because we thought tablets were the future. And I'm like, I don't fucking believe you. <laughs> I think Reggie was like, we need to go Fisher-Price on this shit. Because it looks and feels like a Fisher-Price toy.
0: Oh, it definitely does that. Mm-hmm. It has that build quality that just makes you feel <laughs> just, like you're wielding a Fisher-Price tablet.
1: It just has this energy of like, yeah, a toy guy came up with this. Yeah. But yeah, uh, the,
0: the, the Pixel FX gem looks neat. Uh, we'll get our hands on that at some point and we'll let you know how good it looks and whether or not it's worth it. Uh, it would have been super great if Pixel FX put out a sane video that showed how good it looked in the 1440p mode, but for some reason they would not do that. That seems incredibly dumb. YouTube only lets you upload 1080p. Uh, <laughs> the, video, the video is actually 4K. Oh my god. They put out a video that has nothing but 1080p output from their mod and it's 4K upscaled in Premiere and I have no idea why they've done this it makes no sense so then you know the next day Mike Chi just put up a video of the Tig 4K compared to the 5X and I'm like wow both of these look sharper because of course because that's 1440p out <sighs> I don't know why they did this anyway let's move on hey
2: aggro let's go with you game mill has announced nickelodeon all-stars brawl 2 it's apparently coming out this fall uh you know it's got some visual upgrades over the first one some new characters you might have seen in the pod lords including squidward jimmy neutron here's hoping it feels better enough to care about it did look a decent bit better and they have voice acting from the beginning this time so that's something that helps I, I, you see in the trailer they redesigned a few levels to be a, a little bit bigger and kind of zoomed out mm-hmm. and it would have to control better for the levels to be designed that way huh i actually didn't see the trailer
0: and i'll be honest i didn't hear about the announcement but it leaked months ago because of a voice actor
2: so oh yeah that's yeah. how that works that's how it, that
0: works it was, i think it's really funny you do this big dramatic reveal for jimmy neutron where it's like you put his dad in the last game. I'd beat that kid to you death know, with a hammer. You know that he's more popular than him. <laughs> well, his dad's more powerful, maybe. I don't know. I think everyone knows Jimmy's dad is
2: true strength. Do, does Jimmy's dad like summon a blue ice white dragon and send you to the shadow realm? I have no in idea. In that game because I'd buy it twice. He
1: would. But he doesn't.
2: Damn. A waste of an opportunity. Oh no. I just saw the next bullet. Uh, so, yeah, you, we were talking it. about this last week we suck so much we do switchback vr uh got patch 1.06 uh, it's apparently a huge visual overhaul you know like we fixed these objects we fixed the fog the we redid some textures we fixed some problems with enemies clipping into the cart we fixed some problems with enemies not getting close enough to the cart to damage the player oh Huh. Yeah, it seems like the whole game just got up to par because a lot of it did look a little flat and cheesy. Huh. Mm-hmm. Uh, I knew about this patch uh, last Tuesday and absolutely forgot about it, and so I haven't checked it out. <laughs> <laughs> yeah,
0: I was like, hey, Agro, I saw this trailer. They announced a patch. I This doesn't mean anything to anyone who hasn't played the game, so I have no idea what's changed. So it's good to know that it's things like enemies can now hit the player
2: <laughs> <laughs> it, it really a lot of it seems like weird visual stuff like we fixed like the light from the cart actually affects the environment now we fixed some floating objects and that kind of thing they just seem to have given it a once over i uh i may pick that game up once it goes on sale
0: because i didn't get it at launch, so i don't really want to pay full price right yeah so because um, To this day, the thought of, yeah, during this part, the mannequins stay perfectly still. And the second you blink, they move towards you. Just, no. (laughs) That is too much. Eye tracking was kind of
2: meant for this, but shouldn't be used this way. Speaking of ways that eye tracking should not be used, uh, I don't remember if, I feel like this might have come up at an earlier weird patent trawl, but... uh, Back in February, Sony filed U.S. Patent 11586284, using gaze tracking to affect player choices in multiplayer interactive narratives.
0: Multiplayer interactive narratives.
1: Multiplayer interactive. What What is this going to (laughs) be? Oh, you looked at the racist too
2: much. You're (laughs) siding with him now. (laughs) uh, Kinda? So this patent supposes a game in which uh, players control... it's your basic meta future bullshit where, like, some players are the hero and some players are shopkeepers. The actual example they used was, yeah, one player's at the shop and one player's the shopkeeper. And uh, the patent is about giving players dialogue choices based on it reading things you're looking at or facial expressions like if you're surprised or you're angry hmm. so in the first example you go into the shop and you you your gaze lingers on one item well then the shopkeeper player will get options like oh n- notice that he looked at this and you can say something about that the, huh. the second option was imagine if the shopkeeper had a low-cut blouse And the player was looking at her rack. Uh Uh-huh. Then maybe if the player tried to haggle for a better price on an item, you could be mad that he was looking at your tits or into it. (laughs) So on the one hand, I'm like, oh, Sony's prepared for a a bright future of of interactive VR experiences where you get a notification when someone's staring at your ass. (laughs) (laughs) Or, uh, on the other hand, Sony might be prepared for a grim dystopia in which if you get caught checking out an NPC's chest, Uh uh, you get timed out of the game for 30 seconds to think about what you've done and to purify your thoughts before you're allowed to continue to play. Can you imagine? (laughs) And that's when I
1: would sue Sony for ableism (laughs) because I'm just disassociated. It didn't have anything to do with what's in front of my eyes
0: yeah no and you'd probably win that like i feel like there's no way you couldn't make that argument in a courtroom like honestly
1: they'd be they'd be talking to me on the stand and i just zone out and stare into space for 30 seconds and be like okay fucking he wins the the, the fucking
0: news coverage is like in his heart-wrenching 30-minute testimony where he said nothing (laughs)
1: Look, look look sometimes 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 the Wi-Fi connection cuts off, like what happened to Mitch McConnell yesterday. He just fucking zoned out and stared into space. He definitely shit himself, by the way. If you're wondering why that happened, he was (laughs) shitting himself.
0: Mm. Jesus Christ. Yeah, there's...
2: Uh Anyway. Yeah. To to assuage this specific fear, this does look like... uh, Because, I mean, as soon as the PSVR 2 started getting developed, you started seeing shotgun patents coming out yeah. for the randomest bullshit. I mean that's pretty much Sony. Like yeah, the I mean, this, McDonald's this how, patent. Yeah, this is how tech companies work. They'll just anytime someone thinks it's DARPA <laughs> down there. Anytime somebody thinks of something, they patent that shit. Yeah. Yeah. But it is I I had to read the phrase has a low-cut blouse uh-huh. in, in an patent official patent, patent file. Like, yeah, isn't that fucking insane?
0: <laughs> also like worth noting i would simply gaze respectfully (laughs) all right sony i'm sorry that
2: you can't tell the difference but the ladies can thank you see this is when you gotta get the um clear led extra lenses that you can control with the right stick so you can tell the game where you want to be looking while you're
0: looking down here character's eyes are just rolled up the whole time I would like to buy a sword. <laughs> well then. Uh that's exciting news Akira. Thank you for bringing it in Bob. Yeah. Let's move on to your news. Sure. Capcom acquired Sword Cane's Sword Cane's studio. Uh-huh. They are some Japanese studio that does 2D 3D animation and asset generation for video games uh they've worked on new pokemon snap monster Hunter rise high five rush final fantasy 16 guilty gear strive and street fighter 6. motherfuckers are busy yeah no they're apparently doing a lot of stuff over there so it's kind of crazy that they're now just going to be locked down to that one company but capcom has worked with them pretty frequently as i just listed like three games from them there. Mm-hmm. yeah i'm like how many of these shipped in six months like at least three of them between the Hi Fi Rush, Final Fantasy 16, and Street Fighter 6. Yeah, right? They are busy. Anyways, uh, this is the Japanese equivalent for getting a studio and throwing it into the Call of Duty Mines, but it's for Resident Evil. <laughs> They're like, we need more assets. We have to remake Code Veronica. Go, go, go. <laughs> yeah, as always with these, kind of sucks. I, I understand why you did it, though. It's like, I think that the. Capcom summarizing is like we don't see the financial damage happening to us at all, and we just get to have
2: this extra studio making stuff. Yeah, I mean, if they're an asset farm, owning them in house seems like a solid decision, right?
0: Yeah, because that's that's like the thing. Like, it's a little bit less heartbreaking, I guess, when it's. A studio whose entire point is to be a support studio, right? right. Like they weren't yeah. making their own games, and then no. So it's a it's a little different from say buying seventeen different developers and sixteen thousand jobs or something. Uh, yeah, a little lo- a little a little different. Mm. Uh, interesting though, because like in PlayStation's case, they just built like PlayStation Malaysia from the ground up. Mm-hmm. They didn't acquire anyone for that specifically. And as far as I'm concerned can recall and feel free to correct me on this i figure like all the playstation ones haven't been asset studios they've all been like original developers doing like hell divers or you know returnal um or port studios like nixes and um also the developers blue point. yeah blue point and also developers for which blue point got used as an asset developer for some sort of recent game can't remember what but also the developers of Horizon Call of the Mountain, which are Firewalk Studios. Is that the name of them? I think I know Firewalk. Fire does. Sprite. Fire Sprite. Sprite.
2: There we go. Yeah. yeah Firewalk's think, the, that service game studio, isn't it? Prob-
0: probably. Yes. Yes. But anyway, so it's a little different yeah. when it's not an independent studio making their own games and versus an asset studio for support. Mm-hmm. So I don't know. This seems like it could be a healthy relationship. Yeah, yeah. If but, anything, this will help Capcom keep things on track. You know, they they do want to have a lot more games coming out. Maybe <laughs> At even least two the... or three Resident Evils. Right. <laughs> maybe even games that aren't Resident Evil. Maybe. maybe. <laughs> well, you know, the reduction COVID has gotten to a point. Maybe we can get a Mega Man. Please, God, for fuck's sake.
2: Nope. Monster Hunter with
0: zombies. God damn it. <laughs> <laughs> Um, we got to see more about Project L this week. That's um the League of Legends fighting game made by the Rising Sunder developers that were acquired <laughs> eight years ago or something. It feels like forever. It's been forever. 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 Um we already knew it's it was going seven to seven
1: years, I think. Yeah, it's yeah. nuts
0: um we already knew it was going to be like a tag team fighter now today they've announced it's a tag team where you have two actual people playing together on one team luckily that's not the only way to play you can just play this like a regular video well, that's game. cool
2: was there like an announcement i missed that that's what we're doing now because this is like the third one of these i've heard about in the last four months third one of what like specifically? two v two V2 fighters
0: huh huh Hmm. Yeah, I get where matchmaking-wise, this helps because you can get more lobbies up more quickly. If you're not teamed up with the second person, and you're just going in and you'll team up with randoms. God, what a nightmare for a fighting game! Not that it isn't in a in a league.
1: So oh, no, you know, it's this...
0: perfectly fine in league. I love having random teammates. Oh, is that the N word? A delightful surprise.
1: <laughs> yeah, this. I I what the fuck made this take seven years? Okay, so to put
0: this in a fucking frame of mind For everyone who's like Not aware who these people are They got acquired because They invented GGPO Which means if you ever heard About rollback netcode In a fighting game That was after that Because it was not a hot Like label thing Mm -hmm. It was not a huge feature When they got acquired So it's just insane to be like So imagine before all of those
1: conversations ever. That's how long they've been making the one game. Yeah, they got acquired by Riot in 2016.
3: Fucking insane.
1: Yeah. Also, I was playing. I I was watching the video for this.
0: Uh huh. And I had Grand Blue versus Rising sitting on my other screen, and I was like, "Wow, these don't look even close to each other." Oh, because Project L looks that good. No. Oh. (laughs) It's crazy. Project Al has better looking backgrounds, uh-huh. but much worse looking characters. Do you think this is a, we want the assets to be low so that way we can run it on more machines?
1: Maybe? That has to be the case that ha- there's no I mean, way that, I, I mean, it's, it's, it's riot. So I, they're going to want you to crank that shit down as low as you can.
0: Right. Other yeah, things just feel like they don't have the same level of artists. Like they have, Irie, the anime girl, in this it's like a fox girl and she just does not look like how you would model an anime girl in a in a Uh, 3d game like that just doesn't come across they don't
4: have an artist that can do it right okay all right
1: yeah there's something off about the animations like it's i i guess like they're trying to go for like the arxis thing but where arxis is like no we like keyframe Mm-hmm. these animations so they still look 2d this doesn't look like that at all so it looks like a game from like 2013
0: it does just look weird i it doesn't bother me as much as the other characters but her face is really rough um but i'm still excited to play this like i said a while back on the podcast rising thunder was a lot of fun yeah that may have been four years ago that we said that. <laughs> who knows it's been forever. <laughs> also, earlier today, though, when we were talking about Grand <laughs> Blue, and it's really funny that Grand Blue was like, "No, we actually switched to the Rising Thunder system. Now this year, we're going to beat them out." God, <laughs> is this Lord. even
1: using the the Rising Thunder system? I haven't watched anybody play it. It doesn't have like the nodes with cooldowns, though.
0: <laughs> it doesn't. Yeah, I don't know. I'm really not sure. I don't know if that's the complete UI they have up on there, um, or what. So it's unclear. I need to watch more. I
1: guess. Um, I wonder how this is going to do because we've been hearing about it for, split because it's it's a it's a, a free to play fighting game. Uh-huh. So there's an entire there's a chance it just dies instantly like Multiversus did.
0: I think Riot has the power to push this out in front of people.
1: I that uh, true, but the fighting game, fighting game,
0: mm-hmm. yeah.
1: Like, I feel like the average League of Legends player will get into this, lose once, not have anyone to blame, and then never play the game ever again. Well,
0: <laughs> that's why the tech stage system is there. Yeah. It's literally so you can have the same sort of awful like, oh. relationship between players as you do there. I see.
1: Man, it's so weird that these games have such so much inherent toxicity you can never, ever moderate out of them because it's integral to the structure of the game. Huh. Strange. Weird, weird. Let's move
0: on. Sure. Uh, Grand Blue Re- Fantasy Relink. This is the action RPG one. That got rated in Australia. Oh, that this... game might be real.
1: Wait a second. I'm what? scared. <laughs> what? Did they I'm send them the now? design
0: docs and they're like, <laughs> rate these?
1: <laughs> I'm so fucking scared. It's going to be like, yeah, it's December. Oh, it's that would December. suck so no. bad. <laughs> that would be a fucking nightmare. <laughs> That'd
0: be pretty funny, though. Oh no! <laughs> no it's like there's already
2: so many things this year but what if just slide it in we need to just take our normal pills and cut it off in november like everybody else no (laughs)
3: okay
2: maybe (laughs) good lord
0: they slide that game out in fucking december i feel like they did a similar thing of sneaking out grand blue versus original uh before we expected them to it wasn't at the end of the year like that because i believe it was a february release but i yeah. remember it just being like hey it's yeah, coming so out I in two weeks
1: so. <laughs> um it was like right before the world ended so
0: right everything
1: becomes so a every- weird yep so it's like well uh now nobody can play your game in person i hope you have good netco
0: <sighs> oh yeah i didn't even talk about that aspect of this when i was playing that Versus rising, the met code was really good. Oh, that's Imagine great. That. Like, oh, wow. that's
1: great. It, it it's so great that, that some some de- some developers <laughs> learned. Ha. <laughs> ah. hmm. ah. We
0: also there's a I believe it's called China Joy event going on in oh, China. Yeah. Yeah. Uh where PlayStation talked about their new China Hero Project stuff. McDonald's. McDonald's. <laughs> that's what they did. <laughs> so he threw the arms up. I have to think about that patent every day when I play Ring Fit, because it has exercises that look like the patent. So they announced three new games. Mm-hmm. Dahaba, Land of Watermarks. Um, this is developed by Darkstar. It's a very cool name. That is, yeah. I'd uh, watch that Saturday morning cartoon. <laughs> it right, seems to be a Souls-like, where you fight zombie Puma men. <laughs> You said something awful for my interest levels and then something amazing for my interest levels. <laughs> what What are you? Uh, you are... Are you some guy? You are some guy. It's apparently a humanoid clay puppet, but he just looks like a human. Okay. Um, and it has a sort of... Um... <laughs> when you die, you shatter and you make the Kerlin voice sound. <laughs> <laughs> just a <the> pot shattering. <laughs> from zelda yes. that would be like oh this is my game of the year that would be really good <laughs> my god um but yeah it looks pretty cool it's got an interesting looking art style i think it's like maybe tibet inspired um outfits and stuff in the main character hmm. it looks neat um other than being souls like i'm pretty excited for whatever this ends up being cool then the other two the wind Rising. Uh, The Winds? The Winds Rising, Okay, The Winds Rising. Uh, From developer TI Games. It's an action RPG, but they basically just made a CG logo reveal. Cool. I'm glad China's getting in on this. Right, and then they put out a blurb of text that is, it follows the journey of a girl from a peaceful village who embarks on a grand adventure after she encounters a lost monster cup, which affects the rise and fall of the entire kingdom. Oh, my God. Neat. I wish you showed any of that. You hobby, showed a logo that was a... Hobby grade. <laughs> monster cup. It was like, yeah, show me this monster cup. Show me anything. Oh, nah. cub.
2: With a B. Yeah, with cub, a with cub. cub. See, I was curious as to what the monster cup was. Fair.
0: <laughs> it lets you drink monsters. <laughs> <laughs> You're very thirsty and low energy. You, you really need one right now, actually. The entire kingdom falls by the side of monster. And then the last one is somehow even worse. Uh-huh. It's called The God Slayer from developer Passia Games. Uh, it's an action RPG set in ancient China. They showed, like, two screenshots and then an artwork to show the
1: dragon. Oh, my God.
0: And I then can... it's, like, coming out in 2027.
1: What the fuck? Fuck you, don't show it. <laughs> right? Fuck you, don't show it. That ain't a game. No. <laughs> Bro. <laughs> That's
0: as much a game as a dude in GameStop being like, I wish they would make a game where
2: Like did they announce Fable as well?
0: (laughs) Well you caught the tree, Mr. Wayne. It leaves a scar.
2: I don't know why, like
0: there is some illusion that they might be real for the last two. That's insane. What are you doing, PlayStation? Why are you doing this? Why are you giving these people a platform and someone's like, "Yeah." And I'm like, "Wait, you said that a bit too emphatically. Are you racist?"
4: <laughs> They're like, "Oh, I thought you were too." <laughs>
0: <laughs> oh, yeah, we got uh, we got the C the first trailer for Castlevania Nocturne, which is Castlevania the Netflix 2 Richter Belmont edition. Um it comes out September 28th. So that's, that's soon. Yeah. Ish. Yeah. That's two months.
2: I was not prepared spiritually Uh or emotionally Mm -hmm. for Milf Richter. (laughs) I swear to God, if that one scene is all the screen time she gets in this series, I'm going to riot. I'm going to be out on the streets with a cricket bat and a dented aluminum trash can throwing a riot. Richter with tits is the ideal woman. (laughs) Peak. And that was the aggro minute. You may not like it, but this is what peak female performance looks like. Do
0: you think she'll grand cross? (laughs) Jesus. Hey, Bob. Can we talk about some other news? Racist (laughs) smiting. <laughs> uh, Tencent acquires Visual Arts. All of them? <laughs> yes, all oh, of no. them. Okay, Visual Arts. Is like a
2: company called yeah. Visual Arts.
0: A company that okay. makes a visual novel I engine. See. Okay. Also, uh. publish a lot of visual novels. They oh. in fact own Key, oh. the, the, the creators oh. of Clonade, *Canon*, and more recently. Stella of the End. They own, th- yeah, they own them. Hmm. Okay, so they they right. own a
1: shitload of companies. That's yeah, fucking that, weird. That was like
0: the biggest one of the uh, little um, visual novel developers they have. Huh. Yeah. So this is just a giant part of that industry, basically.
1: That's fucking. Crazy. They also own a bunch of music shit, I think.
4: Huh. Crazy. Um, I just, I don't know about China owning the visual novel people,
0: Bob. The reason being they might censor it. I wish Sony would buy them instead. <laughs> They'd never censor anything. Sony. We have
2: detected your gaze lingering no! on low-cut blocks. No! Uh, I Riddler <laughs> break down in the middle <laughs> of the <way>. shop <laughs> <He stopped. laughs> Uh,
1: uh, I'm just going to throw this in because they acquired another thing also. yeah, yeah. Uh, They acquired Techland, the developers of Dying Light 2, the first Dead Island, and Call of Juarez. I believe they
0: did Dying Light 1 as well. Yes.
1: Uh, that is yeah, Techland. Probably.
0: Which means they did Dead Island. He said that. Oh, right, right, right. Sorry. Yeah, I did. But not 2. Not 2.
1: Not 2. Dying Light even feels like, yeah, we don't we don't own a Dead Island anymore. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Here's another zombie melee game.
0: Hey, but it had free running, which means it had an idea.
1: (laughs) Dead Island 2 has an idea. It's MMO loot. (laughs) (laughs) No! (laughs) Well, Bob, let's get to your last
0: hard-hitting bit of news. Oh, oh man. They they showed us this Armored Core
2: 6 trailer. It looked really cool. It looks so good.
0: He he fights like a gigantic (sighs) chopper. It's
2: so good. I don't know, you guys. I feel like I feel like the graphics have suffered. Oh, yeah? <laughs> and then the, for a mech game, uh-huh. they really need to be flashier. Uh-huh. Yeah?
0: They just aren't uh, cool particle it's, effects off the laser it's, sword, it's, right? not,
2: it's not up to the standard of other mech games? Is I, I, that I, I keep real listing other things that moron said, but... They didn't make enough sense to remember in a linear order, right? Yeah.
0: If only that they used an real engine five, 5. so they could crash and run terribly because they
2: had no idea what they're doing.
0: Their <laughs> engine is so old. I understand what an engine is. Goo goo gaga. More at eleven. <laughs> anyway, hey Chris, you have news? Yes, I do. Cool.
1: Uh, so remember when Harada was a dick to that guy on Twitter, or or them? I don't know their gender identity. Uh, That's remember when Harada was happened. A- <laughs> and Harada was addicted to that person and was like, we didn't announce we have rollback net code because it's just expected and everybody would be weird about it anyway. Well, it turns out Tekken 8 doesn't fucking have rollback net code.
2: Motherfucker. I Tekken have decided has... to ask Harada for shit.
1: <laughs> Tekken 8 according to someone, a, a networking person I talked to who's much smarter than me mm-hmm. Tekken 8 has a slightly better version of what Tekken 7 has so it is rollback until you get to the point where you need rollback and then it becomes delay what? i mean a lot of rollback
0: things do that where if it can't do more frames of rollback it adds delay street fighter 6 literally does that they always yeah, display this, it at this the top this is
1: so high cuz it's allegedly it's prioritizing we don't want to skip any frames so it's just going to hang forever
0: yeah i did see a lot of clips of like it having so, major hitches in the game battle. we never so, saw so,
1: anything like this for any okay so the,
0: the problem isn't the, what he described mechanically it's that it's not transitioning the delay smoothly mm-hmm. because also, what he the, described like, is it, literally how a rollback works
1: the, the point where it becomes delay is way too soon
0: it sounds like it's too late if the game's
1: stuttering <laughs> no i mean like the point the rollback turns off is like it turns off when you'd start to need rollback So connections that would be fine on rollback are getting delay and shitting their pants. That's how it was explained to me, and I certainly see way too many clips of everything freezing that that I didn't see in any other modern game. No, that
0: shouldn't happen with any form of rollback that seems like they are just not pumping the delay correctly on their side because Mm -hmm. if it's stuttering, the notion is you did not have enough delay in the first place to buffer out that state. I have to wonder what the fuck they're doing. And if Tekken is still not a deterministic game, and that's why it's having this issue because a lot of the cornerstone of rollback is your game must be fully deterministic. As far as I understand it, there can't be we've rolled two processes on two machines and they come up with two different results. It must always come out the same. That is a part of that. What the hell are they doing over there?
1: But, but like, this is, this is the test. That's supposed to make the, like make it's supposed it supposed yeah. to be man. Like, thanks for saving me $70 Harada. Cause if like, I'm not going back like street fighter six is right there and it works I've never had a bad Street Fighter 6 match. I've played for like 20 hours. Right. Yeah. Like, I never had... I, I didn't play nearly as much Strive, but I never had a bad Strive match.
0: I'm seeing someone say the number of rollback frames appears to be fixed rather than varying to accommodate different connections. That would definitely do it. Because you're supposed to <laughs> add more and fewer frames in order to buffer that. Right my god yeah yes yeah it sucks that sucks this, a lot this is the first open or this is the first closed test for this maybe they'll do something an entirely uh, I look don't know. the important thing is that everyone should get fucking mad because mm-hmm. they don't have I, a date announced for this
1: right that's true you, you get you mad enough they delay it yeah. That that definitely means FGC people who are blaming this on Wi-Fi go fuck yourself. You're making the world worse because you're standing for a dude that would despise you if he met you. Like, what are you doing?
4: I mean... Yeah, I... You want the netcode to be good enough to be
0: stellar on a wired connection, so I wouldn't say just get angry at people on wi-fi though To be clear you should you should really you should
1: but but we live in problems. an imperfect world and 90 percent of the people playing any fighting game are going to be playing on wi-fi
0: so they should be branded and corralled <laughs> like animals
1: <laughs> like you can't like it, it, at that point well, everybody should be wired you're now doing the stadia cope or it's like your connection's not good enough for stadia
0: no because that just isn't true Networking is very different in that physically speaking, Wi-Fi loses packets. So it gets really complicated. Whereas a wire connection can reliably transmit the same information. Um, whereas Stadia never fucking worked right. Fuck you. <laughs>
1: uh I'm just saying you have to understand the real use cases of the thing, and you can't go, well, we should have a perfect world where everybody uses them in ideal circumstances that's never gonna happen it's not even gonna be most of people
0: right mm-hmm. right i'm just saying wi-fi warriors don't get off on this one but also this needs to get fixed
1: i can be mad at both
0: <laughs> but yeah yeah this i don't i'm very curious what they have going on under the hood like i'm really curious because he seems <laughs> to think it's real bad. It sounds no like one told him it.
1: This. kind of. <laughs> I mean it's a I combustion mean, I mean, engine, the car combusted. <laughs> Street <laughs> Fighter Capcom kept fucking saying Street Fighter 5 had rollback. It sure fucking didn't, but they sure said it. Man. But yeah, you Your shit has to work. It's 2023. We've been through an apocalypse. Hopefully, hopefully this can get fixed. It, it would be worth delaying it to fix this app because if it, it launches with terrible netcode, I feel like it'll just die on impact. Mm. You can't, because now, now you're the only one.
0: Right? Yeah, mm-hmm. everyone else figured it out, and like part of this problem is that um, in Japan, the networking is so such a different situation because of dense population. I, I really hope this
2: is not just another case of "Oops, we forgot." The whole world isn't our weird tech utopia. Yeah. Yeah, no, I, it's mean, that, Harada, <laughs> I mean again.
1: I mean, it could also be Harada just being a dick because he—he is. He Harada is the guy who was like, "If you want your video game, your fighting games to work online, petition your government to improve infrastructure." Yeah, yeah, and Which, he's also has
2: also should happen. But...
1: Right, right, exactly. <laughs> Yet again, Harada, the answer is both. <laughs> and Harada has always been the guy who seemed like annoyed at even being asked about net code forever. Mm-hmm. like i feel like the entire big Think dimension he's always been like dismissive of it
0: well yeah yeah because it's not a problem on his continent
1: <laughs> on his land mass <laughs> oh man yeah but the, but yeah but this game is next gen exclusive which not a lot of those are in japan
0: that's true they're way more in china i wonder how it works in china we should,
1: <laughs> <laughs> we should find out but let's let's move on sure rise of the triad ludicrous edition was delayed on consoles it's still july 31st on pc mm. that's right
0: even games that came out of the 90s can still get delayed <laughs>
1: <Right>? <laughs> uh sea of stars is gonna launch on game pass and ps plus fucky wucky only the first level of fucky wucky i think so it's launching on the ba- on the the middle tier of fucky wucky and game pass Yes. Uh, this makes me feel real bad. Why is that? Because this is a big, relatively high profile indie game
0: mm-hmm.
1: with, with a decent amount of mind share and promotion going, man, it's safer to just be on a fucking subscription service. Take what we can get, even if it'll completely suck up all our sales on these two platforms. Mm. Like maybe Switch and play and PC will close the gap, but I, I j- I'm just it's exactly what what Netflix did to Hollywood, where it's like, well, you don't get to have middle tiers now. Those are all for streaming.
0: Yeah, I do wonder. Uh, this game definitely had enough weight where I think it could have performed all right without it. Hopefully they got some good deals. Hopefully. Yeah, I know I'm still going to buy it because I ain't <laughs> accidentally hitting that thing on PS Plus. hmm
1: <laughs> Here's a fucking weird story. Anthony Fantano, the, uh, the, the internet's busiest music nerd, the, the music reviewing YouTuber is being sued by Activision because he wants money for his audio. They are using it is, it is something from a TikTok video. He uploaded Activision is claiming he uploaded it to TikToks. You're able to use this commercially sound bank and that everybody else has, ju- he has been doing that. He's been asking for money to use this audio, have just been paying him to get rid of him, but they're brave and gonna litigate. So,
0: once again, to briefly recap Anthony Fantano makes a video, goes on TikTok. TikTok mm-hmm. counts that as adding it to their commercial license use because when you do a thing, everyone else on TikTok needs to be able to make their video with your sound because that's the nature of TikTok. Activision is saying it's okay in our fucking ad for our game. We used your fucking sound because you added it to that license. Which is why the title of this big think makes reference to
2: fucking Call of Duty stealing the echoey farts out. Is there ad on TikTok solely? I don't know. Like, does the license cover any other use? I don't know.
0: I don't know where this ad is playing.
1: Considering that he is allegedly at, he was allegedly asking $600,000 and allegedly on Activision that it has got that from other people. I can't think of a company that would just hand over over half a million dollars.
3: Mm-hmm.
1: That seems unfucking fucking unlikely.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's... It's
1: much easier for me to believe big company can do whatever it wants. Law does not apply to us.
2: Right. Right. As usual. Yeah. Like, <laughs> with, without actual legal knowledge of the situation, always err on the side of, fuck the huge company. Yeah. They can drop half
0: a million dollars.
2: It doesn't affect them at all, actually.
4: Yeah. The laws are for the classes, not the masses. <laughs> uh,
1: we talked about Grand Blue um
0: yeah we already talked about that specific thing so uh,
1: so uh, it's time for this week's edition of Ubisoft is fucking washed <laughs>
0: <laughs>
4: okay
1: <laughs> allegedly Immortals Phoenix Rising 2 has been cancelled you uh, it, it, it being in development at all was also just a rumor so it's a rumor that they cancelled the game they were rumored to have been developing it took you three fucking years to figure out you shouldn't make a sequel <laughs> I mean, they were crazy enough to make expansions that literally had new
0: main characters and all sorts of stuff. I assume, they stuff. Sold, I assume yeah. that
1: was one of the situations where they sold them before the game was out.
0: Maybe. Yeah, that's entirely possible. Companies keep doing that. <laughs>
1: right. Like, God, like if you're, if if the boat takes this long to turn, you guys are fucked. <laughs> like i don't know what else to say and there was something in the rumors like they're, they're gonna focus even more on their super brands now no games are gonna get made from ubisoft that aren't their super brands i'm,
0: I'm glad we're getting five assassin's creed games
1: sure
3: yeah
0: or one, <laughs> one those things yeah. Are happening. Well, two,
1: we'll get we'll get more oh no oh no that other thing's a prince of persia game it's not an assassin's creed yeah game. So, so yeah so we, yeah, we yeah. might be getting one.
0: Uh huh. They might get one of those mobile ones out.
1: <laughs> that counts what right? about the
0: VR one? No, no, that's not. I know it's allegedly coming out this year now. That cutscene looked great. It reminded me of the what was a Killing Floor <laughs> the, the PS3 trailer.
2: I keep waiting for Ubisoft to try killing to put Day. out like concept art for a canceled project as a gotcha game man they would have
0: a lot to put in that (laughs) look at all these pngs this art style doesn't match
4: for shit.
1: (sighs) sega has trademarked this uh, a logo for something called sonic and friends who the fuck knows what that is i assume it's a merchandise line
2: right that would make sense maybe it's that nft game they totally weren't going to make but then yes we are
1: (laughs) i put it in the uh i put the logo in the in the channel
2: one moment let me go look at that oh
0: that's cute It's a cute logo yeah
1: i i assume they're gonna this is is for for our stuffed animal line or
2: (laughs) sonic and friends yeah it's obviously sonic (laughs) and friends
1: sonic (laughs) and friends uh and so so here here's a preview of something that Capcom's gonna fucking announce
0: uh uh-huh.
1: in less than a month at Gamescom. Hmm. Capcom has plan is allegedly planning to release an unannounced game by March 2024. They expect to sell millions. Hmm. We're about exactly as far out from the last monster hunter as you yep. would think when they're about to show a new launch a new one.
2: Yep, yep.
1: cool um this, i i promised this would be the one i got in on the ground floor of and tried to un- get into monster hunter
2: yeah you gotta hope it's like we're continuing in like the world direction and not you know now that we've got all these casuals in no! it's time no! to return
1: no! <laughs> no if they were gonna do that they'd have done that on the switch one and that Ooh. one's just Switch like world mechanics compressed down into the switch
0: yeah i think also uh, monster hunter world did come out in the first few months of the year it came out so it also lines up at that front i think at very least rise dead yeah right I,
1: I think i think monster hunter world was like march yeah yeah, yeah I, I don't think, remember it's
0: i think long monster Honor. hunter is just a q1 game for whatever reason it's
1: january there oh yeah wow.
0: yeah so i remember correctly it was it was up there with the bad boys of, if I'm not mistaken, Nero Tomato and other shit just being this like,
1: Q one is where it's at, bruh. <laughs> and I have a sneaking suspicion that uh this isn't gonna look that much better than Monster Hunter World, because they probably intend to ship it on the Switch too when that comes out.
3: Hmm. We'll
1: makes see, more they, sense. They're... Makes more sense to do this weird one 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 thing where they keep hopping back and forth.
0: They they're able to um make the games look a lot better but be more performant these days like street Fighter six launched on ps4 right and still looks True. pretty good mm-hmm. so i assume I even don't... if it is like
2: i think it'll still be a pretty big graphical leap for Monster Hunter. right yeah probably i don't know how much I, of a I, graphical I, leap you need from monster hunter world like i mean yeah. jesus that game was
0: pretty right it was like, you need to get the muscle tech they have in Street Fighter, obviously. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> No, there, I, there I are don't, some things I, you don't want. That
1: on, <laughs> monster I, monster. I, I, I don't need to see, like, the Monster Hunter monster with fucking Luke's arm. <laughs> <laughs> it's
2: specifically the Great Jagras is what that is.
0: <laughs> oh, man, this might be the one I get in on. Yeah. <laughs> yeah yeah having a new world would be a good starting place because it's like rise is neat but it's it's just not enough to grab me in for me it was um didn't it it launch switch exclusive at first then came to pc and then later uh Mm. other consoles Yeah. so for me that's why that was a no-go because i'm not playing your goddamn game that looks like that at 30 frames per second (laughs) that ain't (laughs) happening. I will wait till it hits another thing and then I waited for the rest of time apparently. (laughs) Well. Yep. I think that's it. That's it. That's it for Big Think this week. Uh, Tomorrow Bob and I, and this is not an exaggeration, we will touch a controller for the first time ever while Paper Mario is booted because we are beating Paper Mario on tomorrow's stream. Playing, we don't know because it's thirty hours or something. Is it that it's one? I thought. I think it is
1: not thirty hours. Yeah, long. you're okay. thinking
0: of Thousand Year Door. Oh, okay. Yeah. 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 Oof. No, that's the one that's gonna kill us. Okay. We're safe this for is, now. This is a chunk, but we're gonna beat it. Look forward to that. I've never fucking played this game. Right. So I'm like, that's a different game. I want a sequel it's to that game. It's very
1: cool. I like it a lot. Then It's funny because it's
0: back in the era where it's like. When mm-hmm. Square Enix or sorry, Squaresoft's name was on the game, you kind of knew it was going to be really good. So when that came off of the game, then it was a concern. It was, yeah, it was the fear. Yeah. Um That's not the case anymore, obviously. That wasn't the case even a few years after that. What are you talking about? The PS1 had a lot of great Square Enix games. Yeah. Squaresoft games. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, no, it's well, you're talking PS2. Yeah, PS2. <laughs>
1: what are you talking about? Legend of Mana is a l- beloved classic. Uh-huh. Legend of Mana. Legend of Mana is the PS, PS1 one you're thinking of. uh Dawn of Dawn Mana. Dawn of Mana or Sword of Mana? I think
0: no, Sword, Sword of Mana, Mana might be the Game Boy a, <laughs> a <Don> Mana <laughs> Yeah, Donna of Mana uh, Yeah, I am thinking of uh Dawn of Mana. Sword of Mana is Game Boy Advance.
1: Yeah, man. Square Enix sure like hit the wall in sixth gen with where they they that's when like the weird unfinished stuff started to come out like radiata stories i'm like wow this would sure be a game if it was a game (laughs) it's like we have 120 people you can recruit to your party and i'm like do you have a story and then they leave you know the people
0: i knew at the time were less concerned whether or not i had a story because they were very interested in having 120 people sometimes that's enough to do something for you so Coden oh, couldn't man. exist as a franchise after all. <laughs> but uh, that's, that's going to be it for uh, me and Bob tomorrow. Uh, Bob, uh, Agra, what do you got going on?
2: Uh, stuff.
0: Okay, that's cool.
2: <laughs> hey,
0: Chris, what you got going on?
1: Uh, I, I was busy, so I didn't stream War Cops. So I'm going to stream WarCops on... <laughs> Saturday oh, being, uh, being battlefield hardline like, war, the- war cops, they're cops,
0: but they're at war. I forgot,
1: I'm like, what the fuck is war cops?
0: Jesus, yeah,
1: I, I, I t- that game's gonna be that game is either gonna have the most nothing story imaginable and I'll completely regret doing it, uh huh, or or it'll have an unbelievably funny story uh-huh. and I won't regret doing it at all Because, because just from looking at the main character, I'm like. Okay, he's non-white and has gang tattoos and is a member of the LAPD. This could be unbelievably funny.
0: <laughs> it's going to be Amy Hennig's crown jewel of her career. <laughs> and we just didn't even know. Welp. I'm very excited for that stream. I wish my iPhone had a notification setting where it's like, when he goes live, air, air raid siren just air raid siren i need to know the second that happens anyways that's going to be it for big thing to mention this week see you later bye
4: patreon.com slash GB podcast.